0: Uh, my name is Raf, I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, um, I'm Jared, I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a dampier. Uh he is a fighter that specialises in firearms, Bit of an investigator and
1: I am the great 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 uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob, I'm playing Titler, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing a Theodore Ursa,
2: the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un, under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months.
3: G'day, okay, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism.
4: And I'm Owen, the Dungeon Master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello hello. everybody! Welcome back to The Lost Archives. My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master. We're playing Curse of Strahd, the premiere horror D&D 5th Edition campaign that you can see only on The Lost Archives. Uh, this homebrew version of curse of stride anyway you can find curse of stride at lots of other places but this special version only with us um the twitch best di- version exactly the best version the premiere version of curse of Stroud. um thank you so much for joining us everybody it's so lovely to see you all in chat for joining us here for the lovely live twitch viewers um if you're listening to this recorded on the podcast or youtube thank you so much for joining us it's it's a it's a pleasure and an honor having you here um thank you so much now, we are going to be jumping into our campaign very, very shortly. There's a couple of announcements that I will make really quickly first. The first one is that our guest character, Jacob. Why did I say Jacob? I guess character Andrew. Because I'm worthy, the I'm worthy of mentioning. guest.
1: Please, I'm worthy of mentioning every chance. That is possible.
4: Jacob is a guest, and this is his last I'm, session. I'm, Thanks, Jacob. I'm sorry,
5: Jacob. Uh, Owen hasn't told, uh, told you yeah, yet that I'm, I'm actually replacing. taking
4: over from have you. Here? Yeah, it the looks like I Andrew's replacing. Did,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, they very similar characters, in a sense, so we can only a have way, one. We just, yeah. yeah, yeah like, the height bar.
2: Yeah. You're the overall... character
0: down by too much.
4: Rude! Yeah, Just we, we actually we up. had a vote and um, every single person voted. Um are you to, saying that to go who are you who vote? who are these people? What are you asking me this question for? So <laughs> it was a good vote. We got lots of feedback. Um our <laughs> lovely our lovely guest Andrew is still joining us playing the character of Ras Welcome back, Andrew, once again. Lovely to have you here. And his and his sound is working perfectly tonight.
5: I don't understand what I've done differently. <laughs> um it just is working today so that's we're fantastic. very
4: pleased we're stoked that's that's all we want to hear um now there is a player absent tonight uh raf unfortunately can't make it um he chose financial gain over playing D D with us tonight and picked up an extra shift which means he won't be joining us so grinner is going to have some pretty awful things happen to him this session and i think i might just what do you Ugh. reckon rocks fall <laughs> grinner dies so how are we feeling about that
0: Come on, you don't even need to do that. He's literally going to be arrested by the guards. It's very true, actually. I and mean, we can this just is walk away. He's put himself in, like, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's very easily removed.
4: It's a pretty, it's, yeah, it's it's going to be an easy out for Gruner for this session. So no, no harm there. Easy done. Um, but Raf will be rejoining us again next week. Um, no Avatar Legends session tomorrow night. It is a public holiday here in Australia um, for Anzac Day on the 25th. So we're going to be taking a break from streaming tomorrow night, uh, but we will be back for Return of the Giants, which is our completely original homebrew fifth edition adventure on Wednesday night, the 26th. So. Definitely, definitely go and check that out. If you're watching Curse of Strahd and you haven't gone to check out Return of the Giants just yet, I really recommend you do. If you enjoy this, it's almost exactly the same as this, just with a slight little bit less chaos. That's <laughs> the only difference. It's just the only difference. And maybe, maybe like I get less joy out of describing horrible situations. Because really in Curse of Strahd I get to just describe the most horrifying shit to these guys. But in uh in Return of the Giants, we're trying to keep it a bit more. Uh, I was gonna say PG, but it's definitely not because uh, we opened last session with some pretty uh, horrific swearing from uh, <laughs> from uh, from Matt's character in in Alan, but still. So no, we'll um we'll be we'll be rejoining for Return of the Giants on Wednesday night. Um, the grounded oh, streams. Quick. Hello.
1: Real quick. Hello. That- was the greatest and least descriptive description I've ever heard. Fantastic! That's I what, what I want to put hear. that out there for everyone.
4: Yeah. You you sit on that. You think about it. At Two a.m. You're gonna wake up and be like, ah, oh, so deep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
4: The grounded streams will be wrapping up fairly soon as we have almost finished the game on Saturday mornings. They will be replaced with the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I am super hyped to do a full playthrough of it so hyped i have unnecessarily done new character art for link despite the plethora of artwork that exists out there <laughs> thanks to nintendo i've done my own and i've also just finished making the full overlay um if you're in our discord you will have seen those uh pieces of art drop over the last couple of days uh if you're not in our discord jump on the invite the link will be on youtube or in the description or on the twitch homepage. uh we we have lots of fun in the in the discord uh, the other news I have is that over the next couple of weeks, there is a charity D&D live streaming event uh, launching, the Jaspers Game Week for Australia, which is supporting um, Black Dog Mental Health uh, charity this, this this time around. Uh, it will be running from, let's put it open here, it will be running from the 15th to the 19th of May. And I will be playing in one of the sessions. I've been invited to join the uh, join one of the sessions as a player. Uh, I'll be posting some more information about that soon, but I will be—I'll be playing on the 18th on Thursday, the 18th, from three till six. So check out the Twitter feed; there'll be some news coming on that, and I'll be posting it in the Discord as well. Um, we may have one of our other players jumping in another game. We're just waiting to get the confirmation, so we'll keep you posted. But it looks like we might have some really good Lost Archives representation for the uh, for the Jasper's game week this year, which will be really, really exciting. So come along! Yeah, this, along. Is,
0: yeah, so this is quite momentous for
4: you, uh, Owen. You're finally a player. You're I get to be a the player. Of a DM. Yeah,
2: so in I really, a, um... really hope that the DM bails and someone has to step up. Because
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to be me, right? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always fucking me, every time. Well Look, fingers crossed, the DM doesn't bail and that I do get to be a player for like probably the third or fourth time in my entire uh, time playing D and D. That'd be awesome to get to be a player again. Um, I hear that it is a bit of chaos that Jasper's streams. Um, the DM has told us he has a D300 wild magic surge table and people can donate money to trigger wild magic surges. Um, I'm thinking that that's not enough chaos and I'm really tempted to play a wild magic sorcerer just to really ham up the, uh, (laughs) up the wild magic
1: surge table. Um... Or See, a, yeah, I'm or keen a to get the credit card out and swipe that. Get that going.
4: Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob. For, for, for those who don't know Jacob very well, if you haven't been watching this before, if you're first time joining us, Jacob will like chaos ranks higher than money in Jacob's mind. Would that be fair to say? Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Quite a bit in higher. game and in real life. Mm. Yeah, without a doubt.
4: Absolutely. Um. So yeah, I'll be I'll be posting some more news on that. So please feel free to come and join us for that. Um. And I think that's all the all the news I had to share tonight. I think that's everything. Um, perfect. Well, let's jump in and we will start playing our Curse of Strahd campaign. I'll do a quick recap to catch up from last session. And then we will quickly throw Grinner in jail. And then uh, <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll start the session. <laughs>
4: the newest team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of Barovia. Trapped by strange magics, the group have now travelled westward, away from the sinister castle which reportedly houses the immortal ruler of Barovia. Successfully arriving in the town of Alaki, the group have now been drawn into an investigation to locate the missing bones of a saint, said to confer protection to the town. Along the way, the group have also teamed up with a gnome sorcerer, Raspip, who is also searching for a lost item. Their paths seeming to lead in the same direction, the Wokta family, who have much to gain from the acquisition of both bones and enchanted rings. Previously, the group travelled to the local trading yard, meeting with Gunther Arasek, the local trader, and learning that Raspip's ring was indeed recently sold to Lady Fiona Wachter. Armed with this knowledge and the beginning of a plan to recover the items now forming in their minds, the group set off into the night. Unfortunately, they hadn't even left the stockyard when cries of alarm sounded from behind them, villagers running from a giant white wolf emerging from the shadows. Initially reading themselves for a fight with this beast, the group soon realised the wolf, wolf may not be as threatening as it seemed. A suspicion quickly confirmed by the arrival of Rictavio, a half-elf bard the team had previously met, who revealed the wolf is his companion. While Tithla, Theodore and Raspip tried to distract the oncoming townsfolk and guards, hell-bent on, on murder, um, Tithla and Theodore by gaslighting, Raspip by uh, stink-clouding, Grinner knocked a gate guard flat on his face and Jonor and Luther actually helped Rictavio escape from town. We left off last session with Grinner assisting with the distraction by attacking some of the guards who had previously been hit with the stink cloud uh, before sprinting off into the night. And the last you saw of Grinner was him rushing up, punching one of the guards, I believe it was, and then just sprinting off into the distance and disappearing into the night. And that is where we jump straight back in. Uh, as all of you sort of reconvene, the villagers turning around, the momentum of the investigation kind of falling apart a bit as Grinner rushes up, attacks some of the guards, and then runs past the villagers. The guards sort of seemingly collecting themselves, a few of them still retching on the ground from the effects of that stink cloud before trying to go after Grinner, some of them pushing past um, Tithler and Theodore to try and investigate the stockyard, but only finding Luther and Jonor kind of standing there. Jonor, just as the townsfolk come in, your held action and your setup from the last session go off that uh, illusionary version of the white wolf, jumping over the fence and disappearing outside the, uh, the edge of the town wall. With cries of alarm, the villagers begin rushing towards the area, some of them climbing on each other's backs to try and peer over, but the illusion has faded as soon as it crossed the border of the town wall, and as they peer into the darkness, they see no signs of the white wolf. Uh, as the guards and the townsfolk begin to look around, trying to find the source of their quarry, Gunther, the trader who you'd spoken to previously, steps out of his house, holding a torch high above, looking around, peering into the darkness, using the torch to illuminate it. And as he spies, Jonor and Luther kind of standing there, he waves you guys over. I, I think it's probably best that you, you don't hang around. I-, I-, I saw that there was this like large beast that quickly called my wife back inside, but if you are... Uh, somehow involved in this i would say that you do not want to be around while the guards are investigating they do not take kindly to strangers
2: this is a valid point um i was going to uh gaslight them some more but um yes friends shall we get out of here
6: yeah uh, yeah i agree deal. with the gaslighting approach okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so, um but it hasn't worked so far <laughs> unfortunately
0: so to take it back where is Grinner? Because I remember. Because I remember what happened was I ended up walking Rictavier to the gate, let him out, tried to make it look like the guard on the ground was drunk, so I put like the uh, milk bottle that vaguely smelled like alcohol in his hand, and then I saw Grinner going down the street, and then he whacked one of the guards' hats off and then ran off. Yep. That's exactly so right. Had, had, well, how did that also happened? So did some guards follow him and then some guards come to... Yeah, exactly right. Him? So
4: three of the guards have split off from the main group trying to chase down Grinner. The okay. rest have... Some of them have tried to control the townsfolk who, seeing Grinner whack off one of the guards, going, hey! And that tried to chase after okay. him as well. Grinner kind of drawing the attention of most people. And then while the remaining guards have reorganized the townsfolk and then told them to stay back on the streets and invest while they investigate the stockyard... Um, they've then moved past you into the stockyard to try and investigate, see what they can find.
0: Okay. All right, so Gruner is somewhere. Hear off the dogs chair. still barking in the distance. The,
4: the cacophony of noise from the villagers kind of triggering a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, a noise from those dogs set up to watch the walls.
2: Yes, I okay. think I agree with the merchant. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's move. Yeah, I, right, so. I I follow along um, as we leave. I, I drop. It, who was that uh, madman who hit the guards? I would never hit the guards. It is um very rude. I'm, I'm glad we do not know this man.
4: How loudly are you saying yeah. that?
2: Loud enough so the guards can hear.
4: <laughs> One of the guards, uh, this younger woman, kind of turns around, holding a, a a rather like shorter spear, a bit too short for her her height. She's rather tall, and as she sort of turns around and looks at you, she goes, "Some sort of stranger in this in this." town. We do not recognize him, but our friends will catch him and he will be in the stocks for the morning.
2: Oh, that is good. Um Yeah, you cannot trust strangers after all. They are often very bad.
4: She gives you a very quizzical look. God. But would, you...
6: You like, would you like some help catching that help?
4: No. I, <laughs> I, think, help. <laughs> I think it is best if you were to return to your place of residence for the night and yeah. Yes, we li- we live here
2: we
0: let's leave um,
6: this to the professionals
0: yeah. um let's just uh we'll get out of their way I'm, I'm so sorry my I, friend uh,
6: I do have a quick question though could you please write us a note um just to say that we're going home just in case because you've you've seen us and we've just in case somebody else while they're looking for that fiend just in case they happen upon us so we can say no so what was your name Amil just so that we can say, no, Emil, um, sh- they said that we're okay. Look, see, here's our note.
4: Um,
6: if you have some
4: paper and ink and a quill, I can scribble yep. something.
1: Titha pulls out her little notebook. She and-
4: she writes down, uh, these these five people are going home, Emil, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then hands you the
4: slip of paper.
6: <laughs> is Thank this what you. you.
4: Is this what you wanted?
6: Thank you very much. What was your title again? Sorry.
4: Corporal Emil.
6: Corporal Emil. Okay, thank you. Uh Tithel will then jot that down on the notepad as well.
4: She gives you a very like quizzical look but doesn't say anything further.
1: I grabbed Titha and just usher her out of the stockyard.
4: <laughs> as you oh, all oh. begin Oh sorry, go Jenna.
0: No, yep. I was following along. I probably I probably will whisper to Theodore real quick and be like, um it's probably not best to say strangers aren't, you know. <laughs> good news or anything like that because uh, we are strangers <laughs> in this land so uh keep that hush hush no we can convince them that we are here forever okay well, let's make haste yeah
2: As get out, out. So you shall you. we shall we head to the walk the manor or is this a job for tomorrow morning
6: oh we we just said we're going home remember
0: yes but uh, we don't even have a home though no. yeah, we oh. are we are homeless oh, we have a pub we are okay. homeless well, you've, is you've, what what
2: adventurers are? They are uh, homeless vagabonds with swords. That's pretty much true. I have a bow.
0: <laughs> oh, no, you're a homeless vagabond with a bow. Okay, thank you.
4: <laughs> to be to be fair, you have like you know that Grinner has paid for at least true. one night in the in the inn for all of you. Very kind of Grinner uh, to I do Grinner that, since already... he's not going to get to enjoy the uh, room because he'll be in the stocks. But still.
6: Grin has Very already good. paid for at least one night for all of us. Um, I if think we um, may as well go we and enjoy it, since you know Grin is probably well, going to be in the stocks. Do we want to um, do we want to hit the manor at nighttime or in the day? Is the real question. Are we trying to sneak in, or are we trying to knock on the door and say hello? Also,
5: I think first thing early morning.
6: Um, and if, if Raspip is happy to wait, then I think that puts us in good stead.
0: Probably not a bad idea, yeah, because like if we can go in, you know, sort of case the place first, and maybe go the following night after, knowing a bit more of the layout, if we gain access, is like just sort of saying hi, then yeah. that might be handy, get some intel, and then potentially go in and look for the bone slash, uh, look at the bone slash ring, the ring slash bones,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's cool. I, I could use the rest anyway. Oh, I, boy, I could handle the rest right now. That's, <laughs>
4: that's about all I could handle.
6: <laughs> Do we think that we should keep an eye on Grinner in any sort of way or try and help, or... No, he, he will nah. be fine.
3: We abandoned him, or we didn't abandon him. He wanted to drink himself uh, into <sighs> a longer before, so he's probably safer under control than not
6: under control. I like it. He's already paid.
0: I mean, I did see him completely like assaults. Like a, a town guard at the front, and knock him out. So I don't really know how much we can help him right now. Yeah, this is his uh, mess to clean up. Is he
3: is he uh, okay? I can probably bring him bring him back to health if if
6: we need. I think we just go. We're we're going home. Remember that's what the note said. The note doesn't say going back to pick up after some of the mess that one of our nobody we know, but one of our friends made. Because that'd be weird.
3: Yep, fair call. All right, we'll go. Let's go to the
4: inn. To the
0: inn.
4: As the five of you begin heading back up the main road back towards the blue water inn, it's not long before you pass by the Walker house once again with the guards out the front. And just as you arrive back at the main thoroughfare, the the join between the main roads that lead to the north gate, the southeast and southwest gates, you see a familiar figure, Grinner, currently being held by two guards, uh, one very strong-looking man and one very dangerous-looking woman uh, who has a blade pressed to Grinner's throat while the man holds oh. his arms behind his back. And as they march him through the streets, Grinner kind of like looks up at you guys very blearily through a bruised eye that is already starting to swell and blacken um, and mumbles to himself, Oh, I'll catch up with you a lot later, then, eh? <laughs> it's like a silence. <laughs> Shove him forwards, and push him towards the centre of the uh, the triangle of these three roads meeting. Uh, before essentially lifting up a set of stocks, the top part of the stocks, pushing his head and arms in, hammering down the wood and padlocking with these two massive iron excuse me massive iron locks, locking him in the stocks. Essentially, um, two wooden beams with holes for his head and arms that prevent him from escaping, keeping him in this very uncomfortable, half standing, half crouching
5: position.
0: Well, he's going to have a lovely long rest. Yes,
2: it would be quite quite restful for him.
5: Raspip is going to run over to him.
4: As you run up, the two guards who are sort of still there kind of standing look down. One of them goes, what is your business with this man?
5: Um, He's got my room key for the hotel. Can I have it?
4: Grinner... Go, oh, I have any fucking key. you got to go talk to the owner. I, I don't know anything about a fucking key.
5: Can I just get you to check his pockets, please?
4: One of the guards gives you a look and goes, you think I should check his coin
5: pouch? Um, I don't care what you do. As as I you don't, the key. don't take my
4: fucking gold. Uh, as one of the guards reaches down and unclips Grinner's belt and begins going through his possessions. <laughs> Oh, this is pretty dangerous. As <laughs> he starts taking stuff out,
0: I well, imagine the stuff in his like inventory, like or his backpack.
4: It's literally oh, he's, he's just going through his shards inventory, shards of
0: glass and stuff.
4: <laughs> for the most part, uh, Raff's been not carrying around any stuff. He's just been grabbing it as uh, as he goes because he's sort of going for the tavern brawler style uh, play setup. Let me just pull open and I'll see exactly what he's got in his inventory. What are you looking for in here? Huh? What is it you want to find? The key.
5: Um, yeah, it's the the key for the hotel.
4: As the guard begins rifling through, after a minute or so, no key in the air. I know right. key
5: Thank you very much. I'm just going to turn around and head back to the pub. Grinna goes. Why the while game while to put my happening. coin
1: pouch back? Um.
5: Yeah. Mm, see you, Grinna.
1: <laughs> while that's <laughs> happening. Yep. What is it night time or is it like that Yeah. Yeah. It's like
4: seven Walmart. eight o'clock
1: yeah would there be any sort of grocery store like vegetable yeah. stall or some sort of rotten tomato shop <laughs> or any of that not, sort of place not nice shot? you've just come any, from the main bins? trading yard you've just come from any the main bins? trading yard any bins?
4: Not yeah, public bins, no. Food. The, the okay, festival of
2: rotten tomatoes is in a couple will, of weeks' time. Yeah, it's next week, <laughs> the week after next.
4: Um, no, the, I, you've just come from the trading yard. If you're going to go try and get rotten fruit and vegetables, that would have been the best place to do it. Back in the main town yeah. square, as we you have a bit of a look around, here. there's no stalls, there's no shops, there's no grocers. Like you, you don't see like an IGA or a, an ISA um, <laughs> just um, like
6: round the hey, corner. Hey Theo. Yes. We're going to stock up in the morning. All right.
2: Okay. I um, think we might have other stuff to do, but um, yes, uh, if there is time to hurl Rotten Fruit at Mr. Grinners, then we can definitely do
6: this. Thank you.
4: Uh, to the end. Brilliant. It looks like the two guards don't have any plans on moving anywhere. You can see that um, one of them leans on the stock itself and begins picking at their nails just above Grinner the the man starts picking out stuff from underneath his nails cleaning the dirt from under his nails as Grinner goes oh stop that that's gross man what are you doing that above my head for <laughs> uh, as the guard just goes oh shut it kicks him in the side and then keeps picking at his nails um the female guard with the long dagger that she was holding against Grinner's throat tucks it away into a belt of about six other knives before pulling up a stool and pulling out a small pamphlet and reading uh, under the the light from one of the very wan street lights just positioned above you can see that is not alone in the stocks there's actually another man in the stocks as well who is woken up by all of this commotion and as he looks around sees Grinner goes oh looks like I've got a friend shut it the guard says as he kicks him in the side the man falls quiet once again Grinner looks over at the man and goes I'm not your fucking friend the guard goes Shut it! And kicks Grinner again. And Grinner finally gets the message and then is quiet. (laughs) As the rest of you then head into the Blue Water Inn, Um, you can see that the inn itself is actually quite empty. The night's commotion and entertainment with the uh, appearance of a large white wolf seems to have actually emptied the tavern. And you can see that um, it looks like they're in the process of kind of closing up. Um, You can see uh, Erwin Martikov, the... um, the man who runs it and his wife, um, Danica uh, Darakova, who are working through and, and, and packing up, are actually putting away a lot of the chairs, um, dousing some of the lanterns and, and tidying up a number of the plates of food. They're two boys, uh, who I don't think you know the names of yet, um, are running around cleaning glasses and, and taking them out to the water barrel outside and giving them a solid rinse. As Irwin sees you uh, stepping in, looks up, gives you a bit of a smile and a nod. His darkish black gray hair grey streaked hair swept back and actually tied behind his head in a very loose bun as he looks up and gives you a bit of a look he goes, ah back already you uh, you were staying for the night then you were not getting caught up in this event with this wolf that people have seen in the town
2: no we we know nothing of a wolf we were simply out um, cleaning the streets and helping the poor
4: very charitable Um, of you
2: I
5: am sure
6: and on an unrelated topic Grinner has already paid for the rooms, right? Uh, uh you're...
5: So this is where... Yes, um, Disguise Self. Yep. Him, yeah, before he walked into the pub, he's going to be turn himself into Grinner.
4: Amazing. So the way Disguise Self works is it creates an illusion around you. So you're still the same height, you're still yep. looking at from Grinner's crotch. There's just an <laughs> illusion of Grinner <laughs> around <fun>. you. <laughs> does his voice still come from the crotch? Uh, I'm going to rule no,
0: because it does... <laughs> that would have been fun. It would be pretty funny. <laughs> oh no! I just realised something. How tall is Raspip? Pip?
5: Um, Grinner will like, be a little bit
0: shorter than he normally is. Yeah, because it's. But I'm it's hoping that we'll go unnoticed. You're yeah, one how? foot shorter or taller than you can and you can appear. Yeah. So how tall as are Grinner. you? So um this is there's going to I think there's like a, almost a foot between like lost here. <laughs> yeah, his it, grin is probably going to look about eight
5: inches shorter than he
0: normally is. <laughs> <In> <laughs> both areas. What I'd love to do is like, so what what like channel like my do knee.
5: Is not just have him a short, stumpier version of himself. I just want to scale everything down just that little bit. So he's
1: so just, just a smaller closer. version of himself. No, no, yes. no. It's perspective. So you just stand really close to him so he looks big. Yeah. Instead of like far away and small.
4: Owen the innkeeper as he sees grinner walking in behind the rest of you looks looks down at Titha, looks at grinner and goes yeah yes your friends here the one with the scar uh, grinner has paid for rooms for all of you for tonight you have use huh? of a shared dormitory four beds in each you can divide yourselves however you want you have use of both rooms
5: yeah yes. that's me all right yep that's I've got, got the keys behind the bar there
4: I you're Voice is a bit different, Grin. And you are looking like you need oh, a piece of food.
6: He's, he's he further uh, away. a very got rough
5: night, punched in the throat by a homeless man.
4: Ooh, Just that's,
2: they were quite,
5: very resistant to our. Hasn't territory. quite bounced back yet.
4: Uh, can you make me a performance or deception check, your choice?
5: Sure.
2: Can I help help him out there, to give him advantage?
4: How would you help him?
2: Backing up, backing up his story the homeless men are in fact very violent out there resistant to our help.
4: <laughs> i did
2: preference to helping the homeless earlier
4: that's true that's true i will allow this
2: yeah.
5: did that uh did that come through
4: not yet but i'll give it a i'll give it a red hot
2: oh, that's beautiful.
4: there we go 21 not too bad did you roll twice no. Just in case you get the nat 20. It didn't even need me. Not that it'll make a difference. You can only get, like, it can only get either 22. That's a 19, so it doesn't make a huge difference. Um, you can only get as... punched
5: in the throat so effectively.
4: Owen <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like, has a bit of a look, bit of a squint, rubs his eyes, and goes, I think I'm more tired than I thought I was. Well, uh, we are closing up the bar and the, the food for tonight. It seems that the people are off hunting this wolf, so if you wanted some food or drink, you'll have to talk to Danica. I'm going to be, uh, oh, going to be heading to bed soon, I think. <laughs> mm. Well, um, good night. I will see you in the morning. You have breakfast organized for you in the morning. Any food or drinks tonight are not covered. So You will need to organize that payment with Danica. I will, I imagine, see you bright and early tomorrow morning.
2: Yes, of course. Thank
5: Do you. Fans, um, so? Would you, given the fact that you know me pretty well, would you be happy starting up a tab for me?
4: You already have a tab. You've down part of
5: it. Do you not remember earlier? Uh sorry. I got uh, punched in the head as well. Wasn't uh, wasn't just in the throat. Uh,
6: well, he's you... also been drinking a lot. I know you can took we, a um... full bottle of rum with you when you left yeah, so are, full you, are you, of you really expecting him to be able to remember what he's paid or not yet? No, but He'll you work have done in the morning.
4: You you have well convinced me that Grinner, you you are cut off for tonight. You have had enough to drink. But food <laughs> and water we can do
5: yeah i'll uh, I'll go with a, a fancy meal then
6: please. The cheap
4: oh, one the cheapest. That's, that's,
5: that sort of looks cheapest. between the two of you. don't uh, don't don't worry about that guys. Grinner's going to pay for this one.
6: I'm his financial advisor. the cheapest. Do you uh, want to pay it for, or just, do you
2: want I, I, I grab Jonah and head up to the room. <laughs>
4: <laughs> As you begin walking up the stairs, heading up, um, Erwin sort of goes, uh, No, sorry, that is the balcony. Rooms are down this way. I'll take you to your rooms. I'm heading That's to mine. Danica, can and you Cis- deal with this? I don't know what they want. Can you
2: deal Cisla with...
1: Chitla goes to sit down to look through the receipts of what's there. Has no idea what she's looking at, but he's pointing and saying things confidently. Do they issue
2: receipts and no. like on the tab I'm
1: sure <laughs> it's like as you as, as you sit down like ready
4: to get like the chalkboard to look through the, yep. the tab and you sort of like look around one of the boys comes up to you um he's he's a youngish lad he looks to be um probably in his let's say like sort of 13 14 uh, as he comes up and looks at you, he goes uh can I, can I can I get get, get you something
5: yeah, I'd like a, uh, a fancy meal,
4: please. A, 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 f- a fancy m- meal, yep. And for you? Uh, he gives this very, like, nervous smile to Tithla.
6: Oh, come here. Why are you so nervous? Oh, um,
4: I just um, really like your dress, miss. He like looks down at his feet.
6: Oh, well, I'll tell you what. You want a piece of it?
1: and Titha pulls out a knife and cuts off a, a corner oh, um, and hands it here you go
6: welcome
4: thank you um, uh, I'll treasure tre- 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 it always
6: that's okay you don't have to if you get over it then that's okay you can just bring it back
4: did, did you want did, did you want something to eat
6: What? what's wrong I, I feel like you're still a little nervous.
4: I, I, I have a, a, a st- 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 stutter.
6: Oh, uh, um, well, my apologies for being insensitive about that. I know um, it must be mm. difficult in life for people to mm, make judgments mm. about you without any basis. Sorry, I'm talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's like. To live a life where nobody can ever look at you without making preconceptions
4: where no one gives you the opportunity to speak sorry i'm still
6: talking <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> i i want you to know that i understand in a different way um uh, it, it's it's
4: okay it, it it's worse when i'm excited <laughs> oh that's good what are you excited about the 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 the, the people saw a wolf in the town. I want to go and find it.
6: Oh, can you keep a secret?
4: Yeah, he he like leans in. Yes, I'm very good at keeping secrets.
6: The wolf's not in
4: the... There you go. go No, no, you go.
6: The, The wolf's not in the town anymore.
4: Did you see, see, see the wolf? Shh. No. The uh, as you nodding. The podcast, yeah, for <laughs> podcast listeners, uh, tiffle nods emphatically while saying no. Um, that was a pretty good tither impression just then. Just saying. Um, the the, the young so. lad, eyes go wide, and he goes like, oh, puts his hand up to his mouth and then like leans in. What, what, what was it? people said it was huge
6: it was one of the most beautiful and magnificent beasts I've ever seen oh, an animal to cool. be loved and respected cool
4: dad says that wolves here are s- scary some of them w- w- work with w- w- werewolves
6: Some of them are scary. Some of them are bad, but not all. It just means that you can't judge something by looking at it.
4: Dad says the same thing.
6: Why is a smart man your pup?
4: Sometimes he's very protective of me, me and my brother.
6: Do you know why he is? just shrugs. It's because you're very special boys and one day you're going to grow up to be very smart and very strong and you're going to do a lot of good things in this world and he's just trying to make sure you get there.
4: Dad always says to be cunning like a raven is the best.
6: Absolutely. You know what they say about the ravens?
4: what do they s- say where you're f- from?
6: Well, they actually where I'm from, there's no sayings about Ravens, but I, I just assumed that there was a saying about Ravens here.
4: Oh um not that I know. N- n- well
6: do we want to make up a saying about what they say about Ravens?
4: Yes, I re- re- really like r- r- Ravens.
6: Okay, do you want that to be the start?
4: I thought th- 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 that was the whole thing.
6: Upper and 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 they're cunning. I really like ravens and they're cunning. That's what That's they a say. B-
4: b- bit long for for me. Why not c- c- cunning as a raven?
6: That doesn't make sense. Oh, that doesn't work. Sorry. That's okay. It's late. I'm I'm tired as well. I think. What if it was something like raven cunning-like?
4: Raven cunning-like. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. That sounds good. good.
6: See? That's how all phrases and sayings are started. They start somewhere by somebody saying them, and we've done well.
4: Words are just made up. (laughs)
6: Absolutely. Someone has to make them up first.
4: Raspip, why are you putting the spell for message in the chat?
5: <laughs> Where's my meal?
6: <laughs> Who are you messaging?
4: Uh, the, the stuttery kid. He sort of like freezes and like looks around.
6: I know. It's greatness what we've just come up with. It would shock me too. Did us stop harassing the poor boy? Oh. Sorry, I thought I was making a new friend. Okay, good night. Bye.
4: The Just kids are like rushes over.
5: <laughs> can I, I also want to order? I know that I'm cut off. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got a little, uh, a little gnome friend of mine around here as well somewhere who's going to uh, get a big tanket of ale as well. So can you bring one of them? It's not for me. It's for, uh, it's for my little gnome friend.
4: Uh, as you see the young lad... Rashoff and Danica, the dark-haired wife and mother of these boys, uh, wife of Erwin, mother of these kids, walks out polishing a glass, looks over and goes, Sorry, you were asking for a flagon of veil, was it? For a friend of yours?
5: Um, yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be around shortly.
4: She gives you a bit of a look. You know I'm not going to fall for that one. You, if, if you've got a friend who's coming, they'll need to pick up the order themselves. I'm not going to be handing you. Handy. Don't,
5: you don't have to give it to me, just have it ready. I'm not gonna be drinking. I can I can promise you that. I've had oh, a big day okay.
4: Well, in, in that case, no problems at all. We can we can have that ready for you shortly, for your for your friend shortly. And uh, um, I'll get uh, to work on the meals right away. Uh, does anyone else yeah. want any food? Anyone else hungry?
6: Nope. No. Nah. Okay.
4: Brilliant. Um so for I think Thea, you said you were gonna follow and Jonah as well, you're gonna follow Owen to your rooms? Yep.
2: That's
4: right. I'll, I'll do that now then, while Danica goes off to prepare the food for Raspip. So currently it's just Raspip, Luther and Tithla hanging out in the uh, in the downstairs bar foyer. Uh, Luther and Theodore, you follow Erwin as he takes you down through a door behind the bar and into the back half of the house, where you can see a number of rooms that are set aside as guest rooms and then a very large, very heavy looking door at the far end of the corridor with a massive lock on the outside. As Owen as leads you through into the corridor, he points at two of the guest rooms. You're welcome to use this one or this one, uh, whichever way you want to split up your, your friends and your, your companions. You can organize rooms yourselves, uh, but these two rooms are yours. There's a shared wash basin for all guests of the inn just down the corridor here, just before the large door at the end. My family and I have our accommodation on the other side of the door. Uh, please do not... Okay try to go through the door. If you require anything uh, urgently, if there is any threat or danger, you can knock three times on the door very loudly. I will know that it is something serious that I need to come and address.
2: Okay. It seems weird that you'd have a provision for this, but um, thank you for the knowledge.
4: This is is Barovia, my friends. This place is dangerous, no matter where you are, who you are. But
2: this is such a happy town with all the lovely festivals and wolf puppets
4: the village burgomaster works hard to maintain an air of glee and joy around Valaki. he believes it will keep the the land itself the, the town safe from the darkness that inhabits this land he is a fool
2: this does it not sound like someone who respects their
4: leader the mayor of Valaki, the burgomaster has done nothing to earn such respect
2: isn't how did he become the burgomaster
4: No, not this one. This one got there by bribes. He paid off a number of the... He he was quite a powerful member of the the merchants group here between Valaki and Barovia, the village of Barovia. He had quite a lot of money to splash around, so when the, the last council came up to look for a new burgomaster, he was able to position allies and create friends when he needed them
2: that's fair enough Well, uh, thank you for the accommodation and dinner and food and drinks for Mr. Grinner um, I'll leave you to your family
4: uh, so I'll be putting the boys to bed very soon but, uh, I will awaken first light, if you need anything I will be manning the bar and setting things up uh, at dawn
1: Okay, I appreciate it, it.
2: Uh, off, to, off to bed
4: alright yep. Jonor and Theodore, you can both have a long rest. Um, Raspip, currently disguised as Grinner. As Danica heads into the kitchen area, there's a brief moment when there doesn't seem to be anyone else apart from you, Luther, and Tithler, sitting at the bar. Do you cancel the uh, disguise self?
5: Um, No, I'm still going to go to the bathroom and do it. Okay. I'm going to go... Gonna go, yeah, gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be back, uh, I'll be back shortly. And then as soon as I go into the bathroom, I'll just go into there, take the Disguise Self off, come out of there as Raspit, go up, grab my drink, skull my drink, and then go back into the bathroom and turn back into... um, Grinner. Turn back into Grinner, yeah.
4: Um, can you make me a constitution saving throw as your tiny gnome body tries to process a entire pint of uh, I've
5: got this.
4: quite heavy ale right before you were uh, <laughs> eleven. Um, you're you're buzzing quite nicely as you as you saunter back out of the bathroom disguised as grinner. Um, for some reason, when you were like recreating this disguised self, you've actually left his fly down um you've kind of and there's like a few piss stains on his pants and shoes you've kind of forgotten a little bit like probably as you're thinking of like changing into grinner in the bathroom disguising yourself as him a few like drunken thoughts have corrupted the disguise self a little bit and as you come out sit down and begin like tucking into the food which is a um it looks to be some sort of bird you're not quite sure maybe a um a partridge or a, or another small um a small flying bird the the um, roast itself is is quite succulent there's not a huge amount of meat on the uh, on the actual bird but there's one thing you haven't considered uh, Andrew and that's eating in minor illusion with your mouth in Grinner's crotch <laughs> um, you're muted just so no.
5: Uh, I am going to be in a position where after that pint of beer I'm probably just going to be feeding Grinner's crotch to be fair okay amazing <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> Luther and Tithler you watch as Raspip comes out. Um, the other thing as well to note is that the Disguised Self with the arms and everything, because they're like a foot off where his actual arms are, as you go and pick up the fork, the Disguised Self tries its best to match where your hands are and where the arms are, but it ends up with Grinner like crunching his arms against the side of his body and his hands lifting up think, a little bit and then pushing things into his crotch quite quickly as he like basically feeds his, his lower abdomen. Um... Uh, Luther actually no it wouldn't be the crotch because if you're sitting on the chair it'd be like his chest yeah it'd be like putting him into the chest uh, Luther and Tithler, Uh what would be your reaction to this do you uh,
6: just how yes,
0: process uh, yes Tiffler. Um, uh, do you
6: think we should just leave
0: you know what I think uh, I think we're quite funny for uh I could find a uh, friend here um, eating into his chest. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's vacate and let's uh, just watch from the shadows for a little bit and see how the scene transpires.
6: I like that even better. Here, come over. And
1: we'll go over into a corner. And I will cast Pass Without Trace <laughs> so that we can hide in the corner. So, so necessary.
4: Um, could I have a stealth check from both of you, please? Plus 10 for Pass Without Trace. This needed to happen. 17, that's 27 for Luther. Natural 20, oh, that's
0: 20 30 30 34. <laughs> Holy one.
3: shit. Critical roll, this one. Really important. This is when you want to be <laughs> using
4: that. those nat 20s. This is this is when you want them to come out. Um, as the two of you, like, secrete yourselves into the corner and douse the lanterns around you and basically hide in an area that's already been packed up, pulling your cloaks up around you, maybe positioning chairs to help kind of block line of sight, both of you just disappear into the darkness at the other side of the room. Raspip, as you look up to finish your meal, like, they're gone. Luther and Tithra are just gone.
5: Probably doesn't
0: help that i are drunk.
4: Yeah. <laughs> as, you, as you sort of, like, look up with, like, a, a bit of the drumstick, like, just, argh, on a bit of the drumstick and turn around to go, like, do you guys want any? Or maybe to go, like, this is so good, you guys should have got some. <laughs> Either one of those. They're gone.
5: I'm just going to keep eating it as quick as I can
4: brilliant um a few moments later danica comes out cleaning a glass and you go, well, she's cleaning it she sort of looks up looks down freezes completely still and then very slowly her eyes lift up until she watches you just like pushing a piece of asparagus into grinna's like chest and then as you let go you're like you just go suck up the asparagus and she watches as you get sucked through into the illusion of the chest
5: She like What's, uh, what's the matter there, love? I ain't you ever seen a man eating any food. <laughs> she
4: s- slowly puts the flagon down that she's been cleaning and places her hand below the bar. We don't want any trouble, whatever manner of creature you are. You have come into my family home. We do not want any trouble. Please finish Wait. your meal. Be on your way.
6: With her? With her? I think, oh, I think you. we should intervene. I, uh,
5: I really appreciate that. I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, just going to finish the meal.
0: I, hey, uh, you, she honest, does uh, not
4: move. As one of her kids come out honest, to check on her, she her. just waves <laughs> them back.
0: Waves them out of the way. Sorry, Luther, you go. <clears throat> To be honest, Tiffler, I thought that'd be a lot more funny than it
6: turned out to be. Yeah, so did <laughs> I. I'm, I'm a bit worried now that they might come and try and burn down our bedrooms while we're asleep tonight.
0: So, oh, um, <laughs> right. do you have anything uh, that, that we should do uh, to break the tension?
5: As soon as, as soon as I finish the meal, uh, I'm just
0: gonna go. Dark you know what? No, no, no. Stay. I'm gonna, here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna under. walk out. I'm going to sort of walk out, not from the shadows, but like do it from like, make it a little bit more like natural. Um, oh, that's a... Uh, Grinner, you're doing that uh, magic trick again, aren't you? The thing where you make it look like you're eating things through your chest. You've done that multiple times before. Don't, don't torment these poor people with that. Come on now.
4: Intelligence of two. I
0: don't catch
5: on with what you're saying. Hang on. Have you rolled
4: <laughs> Grinner's intelligence?
5: It does why? say Grinner, Wait, it? Uh, why are
0: you oh, rolling? Maybe. I mean, Grinner's character,
5: actually. Sorry. I had, had opened, opened up Grinner's sh- character <laughs> sheet there.
4: So you rolled a three. You rolled a, a three. Have. What's I what's I your intelligence see. modifier?
0: Oh, oh my god, I can, you can just open up other people's things and roll?
1: Yeah, yeah. Plus two, so then a total of five. Oh, that's a bad. That's dangerous.
0: Still fail. I did not know that.
4: Um, We've learned something new every day.
0: Okay, has Raspip responded to that?
4: Uh, Raspip uh, wrote, wrote an intelligence check of five. Raspip, it's up to you how you want to respond to that. What, do, what did you set your DC as? Uh, that's 10. a
1: fail. <laughs> really? A five? Yeah. A fail. So how do you, how do you respond I, to that? Uh,
5: got, I've uh, got absolutely no idea what you're talking about there, mate. Just leave me alone to my chicken, thanks.
0: <coughs> um <coughs> Look, uh, look, he's done this before plenty of times. Um, you know, look, look. Raspip, uh, oh, not Raspip. Um, wh- where is our friend Raspip, actually? Have you seen him, Look, The gnome friend. Yeah, he's
5: uh, he's gone into the bathroom just before, I think. I'll go and get him. I'll go and get him out for you.
4: No, no, stay right where you are. You are not going anywhere near the back rooms.
0: No, no, uh, just take a piss somewhere. All right, no. all right. You Outside. know what? Uh, that's it. Raspiv, stop talking to these folks. Drop the uh, spell. All Come right. On, he was playing tricks on you, my fair, uh, you know, my fair lady. Did you, um, you drop uh, the illusion?
5: Uh, uh, yeah, I'll drop the
0: illusion. This is our gnome uh, friend here. He's a uh, magic user of sorts, and he was just playing a mighty fine trick on you all. I'm so sorry that uh, you had that reaction to it. I'm sure our friend here didn't mean such ill intent.
4: She's going to make a insight check.
0: I'm just going
4: to keep eating the chicken,
0: by the way. Fair. Uh, okay, okay. Um, she... I'm going to sort of grab his cheek and, like, look, he's actually real. And like I'm, like, grabbing and moving it around. It's malleable.
4: She slowly brings her hand up from under the bar and you can see that she's holding uh, what looks to be a very ornate dagger. Um, black yeah. hilt, very dark grey-black blade uh, with some raven feathers attached to the pommel. And as she lays her hand very gently on the bar with the knife, she looks over at uh, over at Raspip and Grinner before reaching behind the bar, pulling out a handful of nuts and throws them at Raspip. Um, Raspip, a number of these just bounce off you, and she sort of like focuses and watches, and then relaxes.
0: Look, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you. Uh yeah, hundred percent. I'm so sorry. I don't know if you run into gnomes often, but uh, you know they're uh, they're quite mischievous. They uh, love these little uh, little jokes and such. Unfortunately, should, he just got man. a little drunk off the ale, so uh, got to his head a little bit, and he leaned a bit too much into the joke. Uh, by all means, I apologize for this uh, disturbance at this time. So- I'm gonna
5: cast minor illusion again. Not minor illusion. Cast this guy's self again, um, and I am gonna turn into Luther. Uh, I'm very sorry for uh, for causing any commotion. I don't mean to cause any offence to
0: anybody here.
4: As soon as you transform, she stiffens, the piss out of him. grabs a handful of nuts, throws the nuts at you again and watches as they pass through the top of the illusion and bounce off the bottom and goes, Ah, this is an interesting illusionary magic. You should be careful using this. People will think that you are some sort of shape changer. The werewolves around these parts can appear as different things. There are many creatures that can change their forms and appear as others. None of them are ones that you should be trusting.
5: Um, um, yeah, I'm going to drop the illusion now.
4: Yeah. It is said that Strahd himself can appear as... Sorry, she wouldn't say that, she said... It is said that the Baron himself can appear as anyone he wants to. You want to be very careful with that disguise and with that magic.
5: Uh, yeah, apologies for that. I've only been here for a uh, a week or so, but yeah, I don't. Uh, if you throw your nuts at me now, no pun intended. Um, but if you throw your nuts at me now, you'll see that none of them go through me. And I'm, as you say uh, that, a whole exactly bunch bounce off your face again. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's no illusion now, so I don't know who this uh, who this couch person is that you're talking, but I doubt that they're a uh, a little four foot gnome
4: but that is the thing, he can appear as anyone. I'm just saying, it is clear to me now that you are who you say you are, that this is a, a much weaker, much more uh, basic form of disguise magic, illusionary magic. You need to be aware that people might not, who people who don't have the same knowledge of magic that I do, that they might think that you are someone more sinister, someone less harmless. Yeah,
5: yeah all, right, all right, fair enough, I'll take that on board.
0: Um, as we're sort of sitting and looking and talking, you said that she had a very ornate dagger.
4: Mm. The blade is is curved, almost like a bird's talon, um, made of this very dark grey-black steel. The handle itself, now that she's let go of the handle, you can see uh, is wrapped in this uh, black leather, and there are a number of raven feathers, three raven feathers tied mm. to the hilt of the dagger.
0: Oh, my, the... Uh That right there is a mighty fine dagger, right there, you got there. Yes. uh, What's the story on that, if you don't mind me asking?
4: It was my mother's. Uh, She passed it to me when she could no longer wield it.
0: Uh, Can I do an
5: arcana check on it? Yeah,
4: absolutely. As you gaze over the dagger. You're a little bit drunk still, so I'm setting the DC slightly higher than I normally would, but as you, you cast your eye over it from back at the table, probably still like a bird's wing sticking out from the side of your teeth. that concentrate Go. I can finish off what you're eating. Um, rasp it. The, the blade itself shows no nicks, no signs of wearing. It is sharp. It is well-maintained, and the feathers themselves look to be... Almost the, the, the way that they're attached, the the string that is is attaching them to the dagger looks like it should be very, very weak, very threadbare. But the but it's not. The, the the leather binding, the leather straps holding these feathers in place, these very thin leather straps look just as pristine as the rest of the dagger. the The condition this thing's in tells you it's either brand new or it's probably got some magic to it. But um,
5: yeah seems to be a nice little uh, nice little blade you've got there. I used to have a little magic trinket of my own, which I'm desperately looking
0: for. We're very aware of that, Raspit. Like, I'm not talking <laughs> to you.
4: <laughs> was it a family heirloom as well,
0: Raspit? Um, yes.
5: It wasn't my family heirloom, but it was some family's heirloom, I would assume.
0: And where did Raspid, you acquire uh, this item? Yeah, that's actually my exact question. So sorry, I'm to cut you off, though. No, no, it's all so good. Lately.
5: What's, uh?
0: What, what, what do you want to know? How did you uh, come into uh, possession of this here uh, ring?
5: Well, I found
1: it. Uh, While this is happening, real quick, yeah. Tithla's gonna just go.
6: Oh, okay. Well, this
1: this got boring, and just <laughs> and just sneak away and go to bed. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um. Now, Luthor and actually. Jonah and Theodore, yeah. are the two of you sleeping in the same room or did you go to separate rooms? we
2: we'll have gone to the same room, I reckon. Um, right, unless you have a idea, Jonah.
4: No,
3: I think it's fine. We uh, we get to bed first and then they get the crappy pick of three people and
1: two beds. Tithler would go to the room that Theo's in.
4: So there's four beds in that room. <laughs> two of them are occupied. Really? Do you, like, snuggle up like a cat at the foot of Theo's bed or do you actually climb into your own bed?
1: <laughs> no, Tithler's a whole person. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Gosh. although sometimes she does act like a pet cat. That's a different problem. <laughs> All right, thank you.
4: You may benefit from a long rest, Tiffa. Uh, Raspip and Luther. Um, <laughs> the, the the Danica gives Raspip a very like querying look. If you don't want to speak about it, that is fine. But, but... I'm
5: uh, I'm happy talking about it. I just they haven't had any real questions yet.
4: And you said you found it. Where did you find it?
5: Well, it just sort of came to me. I did something magical and it just, like, popped into existence nearby.
4: So you think you might have created it or summoned it or...? I
5: don't
4: know. You find it in the
5: stream it? or room, perchance? I haven't, uh, haven't did
2: thought you about, about your it your best too friend much over it? It? Was, there, yeah, was there another really short guy doing riddles with you?
5: <laughs> I have Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
4: What was the name of the hobbit that... Deagle. Deagle was the hobbit Deagle. that Deagle Smeagol killed. Smeagol.
5: What's that? You've got
2: that, Deagle, my Lord? It's my birthday. Oh, fantastic Gollum voice. Thank That's you. great.
4: Thanks, you precious. I can do... I did... I once did... This is a fun story. I once did the monologue that Gollum and Smeagol do with each other as a... Um, as is that like a monologue a
2: competi- or is that, uh, did they get to a duologue? A dialogue.
4: <laughs> 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 as a... Um, as, a, as like a thing in like, I think it was like year six or year seven. I did like the full, I committed. Because I, I can do a fairly good Golem and Smeagol impression, like the two differences. So I really enjoyed it. And I did like a fairly good Golem back then. The actual cough, like the... Hallin, hallin. So that was quite fun. Just a fun fact. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank That's you for sharing. I think we all... My
4: precious. There you, go. you can sleep well yeah, but, with that in your ears tonight. Perfect.
5: Yeah, no but, sleep. But tonight. no, none of uh, none of that with this ring. I just, I did something magical and it just popped into existence nearby.
4: It wasn't our um, birthday.
5: No, no, I don't think so.
4: Never tried throwing it in fire. <laughs>
5: you to uh, the fires I, of Mount Doom. wasn't. It uh, wasn't my birthday. It was a Friday. <laughs> good,
0: good to know. Hmm. Um, perfect. Well, um. This has been enlightening, Rusty.
5: So. <laughs> any, any other questions about my ring? You you know, you,
0: you're a treasure trove of uh, information, so it's uh, really been interesting. But uh, I'm getting what a bit tired. I'm going to hit the hay.
5: Um, when I put it on, it makes me feel good in a in a magic-y sort of way. Is this
4: a, a ring finger? Is it vibrant? A finger ring? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well...
5: Yeah, it can go on your oh, finger, so you can cursed. put it, you know, yeah, you can put it on your wrist if you want, you can put it on your toes, you can put it wherever you want.
4: Does it do anything else apart from make
5: you feel good? I'm mm, not quite sure. I haven't you're really thought about sure it You're not sure what it does? No, I just know that, it, know that it feels nice when I put it on and I like it. Is it the texture? Is it texture <laughs> for your pleasure? Or... No, <laughs>
6: like, it makes me, me
5: feel good in here.
4: Uh, for podcast and listeners, he's pointing here. to his head. <laughs> because that's that's vague enough that people could be sitting there being like oh
0: oh <laughs> oh my um, as they keep continue talking Lufus sort of sort of became like Tith and started becoming a little bit you know bit mired with the it just started getting a little bit too uh, yeah carrying on a little bit too much of even luther sort of vacated after a while it was like, oh, as i kept talking we didn't really acknowledge him leaving so he's just, like, oh, okay, yeah, it was um, just heads to bed mm-hmm. should, uh, luther will go out for a little um uh, rat um juice box <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um
4: this next question comes blood. courtesy of chat which head you said that you could put it on your fingers, on your toes, and, you f- and it feels good in, in your head. Which which head does it feel good
5: um, in? Well, wherever I put it, really.
0: Hmm.
5: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's just, is, yeah, it's one of the, one of those things that just makes me feel nice. And, uh, if yeah, I happen to good.
4: find a ring that makes people feel nice, I will let you know and tell you I found it.
5: And if I ever see your magic dagger that you've got there anywhere... I will make sure to return it to you, because that's something you should, uh, you ought to be keeping hold of.
4: Absolutely, I will. I keep this very close at hand. This this is kept on my person at, at all times. It's very precious to me.
5: Uh, my ring is exactly the same.
4: Keep an eye out. With that, Danica heads back, finishes cleaning up the bar, goes and locks the front doors. When you're ready for bed, uh... The the doors are just through here. I am uh, closing the bar. I'm going to be heading to bed soon.
5: Yeah, beautiful. All right, thank you.
4: No problem. Uh, And with that, Danica heads to bed as well. Uh, Raspip, how much longer are you staying up and what are you doing? Or are you going to head to bed pretty soon too?
5: Uh, All of the staff members gone to bed? Yeah. I am, as soon as they've all gone to bed, they've all gone behind that that mystery door that's locked, yeah? Yeah. I am just going to unlock that door with knock and then not go inside. And then I'm going to go to bed.
4: Okay, I just want to double check with the spell knock if this is Doesn't
5: would... make a noise. If it's a noise thing at all, then that's verbal, in which case I'd use one of my sorcery points because I've got plenty when of... When you mind.
4: cast the spell, a loud knock audible from as far away as 300 feet emanates from that's the target big object. That's a knock, isn't it? That's a huge knock.
6: Uh, I didn't know I it was that loud. S- that's more wow. of a slam,
4: I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Crash Um, even. uh, How are you dealing with this sound Uh, raspip? Or are you just not?
5: Give me a second, (laughs) (laughs) mate. breasted agitation. Not gonna cut it, chat It's probably not like three hundred feet. That's like
0: almost the town, Yeah, (laughs) it's like it's probably not not though because like all like the uh, things that would all the sound like would be, you know. But definitely within the inn structure, like that would be. Yeah, maybe knowing that I
5: wouldn't
4: it. cast that. Okay, cool. As you as you go to cast the spell, you're like just about to touch the door to cast Knock and then you go, ah, oh, this spell's pretty loud.
0: <laughs> well, um, hopefully if I can, before I go to bed, I'm going to try and use my stealth of 27 to mm-hmm. sneak out and check on uh, Grinner. Uh,
4: as you sneak outside, you can, the see, rooftops, you can see Grinner is still in the stocks next to the other uh, man change in the stocks as well Grinner seems to have fallen asleep or at least has relaxed a bit his body is kind of hanging off the stocks a bit with his legs buckled underneath him at a very painful looking angle Uh, there's now only one guard guarding him and they're not actually standing to attention they're actually doing a loop of the town square there's probably like a good two minute block of time where if you wanted to talk to Grinner you probably
0: could I probably won't because knowing Grinner, he'll wake up in a stupor and talk really loudly and immediately alert the guards. So I'm <laughs> no, sure he make he sure he's he safe.
6: <laughs>
0: so but I'll I'm just in leave control him of Grinner. So it's as long be as he's sort of, as long as he's sort of safe, like I'll, I'll leave it at that. I would probably try and give him some food or water, but knowing Grinner, and knowing that he's a bit drunk and a bit like down these dumps, he probably talk loud and be like, "Oh, what are you doing here, mate?" Yeah, like, like you know, I'll just I'll, I'll ignore that. I'll go, like I said, go and run off and get my rat juice box. It doesn't take you
4: long to find a rat in the town of Alaki and as you pull out your straw, your little sippy straw and pierce its jugular begin drinking of the the hot viscous blood as it pours down your throat you feel very much quenched Perfect As you go and then just deposit the uh, desiccated rat corpse on the street
0: Because I'm a good damp here I don't don't hunt for human blood Perfect I'll go back to the tavern Brilliant
4: and have a long rest. Everybody may benefit from a long rest. You may all have a lovely night's sleep.
6: Woo-hoo. As you
4: awaken the next morning, dun, dun, dun. you find one of your number has been murdered brutally in the night. The werewolves ah. have struck again. But the priest, luckily... Wait, that's not the right game. We're not playing werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you awaken the next morning uh, feeling refreshed. The tavern itself, the, the rooms are quite warm, keeping out the winter's chill. And you find, yeah, you find yourselves very well rested after a night um, under the tavern roof. Um, As you awaken with dawn and the crow, uh, the crowing of a um, a rooster somewhere within the town vicinity, uh, stretch awake, begin like cracking joints that are needing to be like cracked and moved around, and begin gathering the smells of a cooked breakfast, frying bacon and eggs waft through the uh, the bedroom doors along with the smell of freshly baked bread and as you emerge blinking into the tavern area you can see the two boys are quickly setting the table with two large loaves of bread in the center and a plate of what looks to be some fried bacon eggs and sausages um, uh, along with some fresh fruit.
0: I'd probably ought to be down there because uh, I get up at the crack of dawn to do my um, rituals for Lysander. Was is it Lathander or Lysander? I always forget. Lysander. Lysander. And as everyone sort of comes down, Oh, it's uh, good to see you all awake. Uh, sleep yeah. your heads. You had a bit of a sleep in, I
6: see.
0: Are you dying? I'm probably sitting there drinking like a black coffee or something. I probably drink <laughs> something very bitter like that. I'm a
6: cat. <laughs> I think
0: it's actually,
5: just Googling it, I think it's actually Lethanda. Lysander oh, no, no, no. is the it's...
4: actual god. Lysander is the um, god yeah. from uh, Nostea. We've, uh, we've changed that's
0: some why, of the gods' that's names. Why, and, that's and, why I, that's and why I constantly a bit. get confused. Yeah. That's why a like number, number of these guys
5: have done their homework. Yeah. I thought the, uh, Jared was getting confused with the Imperial Fist
0: Captain Lysander,
5: but
1: anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. My apologies. Mm. Oh, that's, no, there that's is, a whole um,
0: different game as well.
4: Very different game. There's
0: three different ones now.
4: There's Lysander. Yeah, so Lysander is the female god of the sun and dawn in uh, in the Nostane yes. pantheon. So uh, the, the Nostane pantheon, uh, if you want to check the wiki, um, just Google Lost Archives D&D wiki, uh, all of the gods are there along with their different domains. We've changed a number of the gods. There's only a couple of the original D&D Forgotten Realms gods left. We've actually changed a whole bunch of them around and had a bit of fun with them to create a balanced pantheon. 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 Okay.
5: Yeah. Give it a You can know, Call that whatever you want. It's fine. Jo'nor comes down though.
4: Important roles. We might roleplay mm. that actually, Jo'nor.
0: Oh, two will be good.
4: Eleven and mm. a, Ooh, a two.
0: Two is really the eleven. Sort of is a bit meddling, but the two is juicy.
4: Jo'nor, would you like to draw some cards on the Tarocca
3: deck for Ooh, me, please? Absolutely. So, okay. Let me so, oh, we'll oh, for...
4: give me two seconds.
3: I'll say one things. of the face down cards. going to go to the bottom card.
4: Okay, let's turn that upright. Just give me, give me a second to get the trucker deck open. All right, let's draw a card.
6: Oh, well, hello, readers.
4: Welcome. Alrighty, Jonor, with your portent rolls, as you as you pause, the others are getting up and heading to breakfast. You take a moment and pull out the Taroka deck that you'd found a few sessions ago. As you begin sort of thumbing through the cards, shuffling them, you close your eyes, reach down and draw one of the cards and place it down. The card you see shows a skeletal rider wielding a sword on horseback, hood up around its neck. You've drawn the horseman card. And as you begin contemplating and reflecting on what that card might mean you get a sense of a sense of a destiny ahead of you you may have to travel to a location or find a traveler someone who has traveled very far same as you to find your pathway forwards the road mm. that you are on is uneasy and unsure you find yourselves standing at a bit of a crossroads, danger ahead and behind. But there is guidance, not just from this deck. You get the sense there is guidance elsewhere for you. That's what you get from the Horseman card as you draw it.
3: Interesting. I will on the next one. I'm going to go the uh, the top card.
4: Alrighty, let's draw the top card. Very interesting, that is the conjurer. As you turn the card over, you see a woman with a crown, hair wrapped around her, blowing in a phantom breeze, hands outstretched as she calls magic. Playing and dancing like lights across her fingertips into the space between. You see her eyes are pupilless, just the whites, as she stares into the magic. The card seems to denote a person of power, with the ability to create, to produce. In this case, combined with the horseman, there is a powerful ally somewhere nearby, someone who can guide you, set you on a path to avoid danger, danger that otherwise threatens to overwhelm you and your friends. This person is nearby. Probably they are the traveler that the Horseman card spoke of. And there is a chance you may have already met this person as well. The conjurer's face looks somewhat familiar and that's what Very you get,
3: interesting. I do have a feeling that we know who that is, but we'll um, get to that as it happens.
4: Very well. Very nice. Um, I
3: then grab the cards, sort of stare at those two, shuffle them back together, put them on top of the deck, and then slide them back into the pocket. And I've just not given them back to Tithra at this point. I'm hoping that she has sort of forgotten about them.
4: <laughs> they're, they're just your Taroka cards now, Jonah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, as The divination yeah, wizard. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. Um. You would have noticed that every time you grabbed them, Tithlet noticed and (laughs) would sort of go to say something and would stop and would turn and just sort of walk away, very deliberately annoyed but clearly letting you have it. For sure, for sure. Saying that you took them from her and seemed to be using them.
4: To be be fair, Tithlet, the last conversation we had about this, you gave them to Jonah and said, I
6: don't really know what to do with these. Maybe you could use them. Um, if you want to get technical,
1: to be fair, the last time was the DM said, "Great, now you have the cards," and that was the end of it. People <laughs> would have given them away, That's but Hitler never had the opportunity. It's not
4: what happened. I can, I can, I can edit in right now the actual scene. I'm very tempted to for uh, for the YouTube and podcast. Let's see if I was bothered. If you're listening to this, and suddenly we cut across to the actual <laughs> event, I was bothered enough <laughs> to do it.
2: All right, well, um, um, shall we eat breakfast and then get to see what the walk I think that could be uh,
3: an idea. Um, I also do have another idea. If we're trying to get to the Walk to Mama, um, over the night, I think I've gotten a bit more of a, an ability to perceive things around me within a bit of a, like, one mile radius. If we learn of the layout of this building, I might be able to get eyes and or ears in. If we want to oh, yes. have another way of getting a bit more information well, before you like
2: we dive um, in. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, what, which one is it? It is, um, Clairvoyance. Nice. I actually sort of know the area, or I can just plonk it behind the walls, roughly it.
2: All right, well, we, yeah, we can, um, is it, a, we could go for a tour of the, the Walk the Manor? Yeah, I'd love a little walk around, and then we can find a, a window that's
3: open or something, and I can probably place it through there. All right. Oh, we get someone uh, who knows the the house, and um, they say, Oh, if you go through that wall over there, then you find this room.
2: Knowing where the boss sits would also be pretty handy. Well, I could go in as a cockroach and get all the information for us. Oh, all possibilities. Um, Shall shall we do?
3: All right. Do we need I'm a like do we need that, a role um, play having breakfast?
6: No, no, no. I like oh, that your default mm, is uh, has
4: is to become a cockroach. Like that's three times now you've <laughs> transformed. Yeah, it's rather than
6: cockroach, like, roach or bear
4: or, or a,
2: more goat. But like, <laughs> there's so many in between <laughs> options. More
4: goat. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, no, you don't need to role play breakfast. You enjoy a lovely hearty breakfast and then set out. Um, as you head into the the sort of the smaller town square outside the Blue Water Inn. Grinner uh, is still in the stocks and you can see that there are a number of um, tomatoes at his like feet underneath (laughs) him where they've been thrown at him. There's red stains on the side of the stocks. Um, And it looks like someone has actually thrown a cow pat or or horse poo at him as well. You can see there's a brownish stain on his cheek. Um, He has a very dark thunderous expression on his face. And as he sees you guys walk out, he gives you like this look looks to the right at the guard, looks at you, lot, looks at the right to the guard, then looks back at you again. Uh, I
1: think Tithla would have brought even? some leftovers from breakfast.
4: As you head on over with some food, Tithla, the... No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> As you walk up <laughs> about uh, six foot away from Grinner with your, mm-hmm. a few of the, like, maybe some of the bread roll, maybe a bit of bread, some, um, maybe an, mm-hmm. an egg. Maybe you ask, do you want to ask for an uncooked Something... egg?
1: You want to ask something for an uncooked that, egg from Danica? No, we don't want to. We don't want to waste. Oh, okay. got to be wasteful. No, we want to get something sloppy. Say some beans or something. Something okay, that's going to soak we can in say some beans. That's fine. That's yeah, awesome.
4: yeah. Maybe th- there's a cold soup. There's like a gazpacho soup, a cold tomato Lovely. soup, and there's a little bit left at the bottom because it's not really to taste. Absolutely.
1: And, and then just, we hurl it at Grinner's face. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Don't you fuck it? And then as you throw it, he goes. Oh, actually that's quite nice <laughs> it's actually quite good <laughs> As looks, you're not meant
6: to enjoy it
4: <laughs> I what, what, are you about... lot,
6: what are you lot throwing your soup at for, me for it's funny I, I'm Did stuck you... in the fucking stocks
4: aren't I because I was trying to but get that's the also guys.
6: funny but I, when are they going to let me out have you asked anybody if I'm going to be let out today we have Emil said maybe tomorrow who who fucks Emil the corporal don't ask what
4: would a bloody corporal know What I'm going to be released? What, that's not what a corporal's for.
6: I was what would you know about structure and military-like businesses?
1: You just get a withering glare, Tiffler. Quiet, you! And Tiffler backhands Grinner softly. <laughs> oh, shit.
4: How hard do you backhand Grinner? Softly.
1: Stocks? Enough okay. that it, like, looks for other people, but doesn't actually do anything. What
4: the... F- what are you doing? What are you playing at, Tiffer?
1: Quiet. Other hand back.
4: I'ma punt you over that roof, Tiffle, when I'm out of these stocks.
1: I
6: dare you. Try it. Come at me. Other hand same hand Back. <laughs>
4: at that point, Theo
1: would go
2: over and try to just corral her away before she makes life so much worse for herself <laughs> the you, following wait, day. Wait,
4: dude, or can you keep your green fuck under control, please?
2: She, I do not own the green
1: fuck, but um,
6: this I little would, green asshole. Can best. you can you keep one leash these? Can on I a reach or an arm? Something?
1: Can Tiffle reach an arm? Yeah one more bang <laughs>
2: pick her up just and just her carry up. her out of the yeah. stockyard i'm sorry Greener, we will come back to you we um just cannot afford to have a um a criminal with us for our current hey, operation. Can't, you,
4: can't you bribe the guards or something to let me out and i'm very strapped for cash <laughs> As the you, lot of you then, <laughs> As a lot of you then walk away, Grit is like,
5: well, you fuckers.
4: And then the guy goes silence um, and hits him in t- the side. Tif-
5: <laughs> yes. Tifla. Harder. Um, I, <laughs> yep. I'm happy adding to this, if you like. Oh, my God.
6: I don't know what that could even remotely possibly mean, but yes.
5: So I'm going to um, oh, no. use minor illusion, just a minor illusion a uh, really hairy dude not wearing pants just in front of <laughs> just looking down the other way so it's just like butt cheeks just
1: in front of his head when he's stuck in there like this Oh,
4: What, the, what is this? Why am I looking at someone's fucking asshole? What? Who's doing this? I can't Can look I away up, my head's stuck
1: Tithler picks up some mud and then reaches through to come oh. out with a butt wood oh. to squish it on his face
4: Come on guys you,
2: uh, p- p- Picked her up, carry, carrying her back away You've been picked ah.
4: up <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty funny. I'm going to say you quickly wriggle out of Theodore's grasp, run over and like slowly drip some mud through the illusion of the butt cheeks. Grinny goes, go, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> so you then I uh, picked up again and dragged off. Uh. <laughs> I win. <laughs> and with that, the five of you then head off. Um, you hear the sounds of like some swearing coming from behind you. Uh, before Gr- a Grinner is told to shut up and he's hitting the side again. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, mate.
6: This really is not conducive to a, a prosperous relation. Oh, fine, that's my ribs. Oh,
4: As he's hit again. I've um, got
6: 12 others, shut up. <laughs> that's what you think. Oh!
4: Uh, as you as you begin making your way back towards the Wokda Manor, you can see that the guard from last night has changed. The two guards that you saw out the front before the man with the very obvious facial scar and the younger woman uh, are no longer guarding the gate. Instead, you can see two very well-dressed gentlemen, probably in their late 30s, early 40s, just the hint of salt and pepper coming into the sides of their head uh, and across their beards, um, both of them have very well-groomed beards. They actually look very similar in a way. As you look at them, you probably I'd say that it would occur to you that perhaps they're brothers or cousins or, or closely related. They look very similar. Same very dark brown hair, dark brown eyes, standing to attention in very similar clothing, both holding long spears um, as they stand to attention outside the Wokta gates.
6: It's okay. I'll handle this if you don't oh, like okay.
3: Um, I think we should maybe have a little bit of a look around the building. See if I can pop in my eyes and ears through um, an open window or uh, something of the sort.
6: Okay. If yep. if you're sure, I'm happy to go up and, and talk to them if you'd Yeah, like. that,
3: that's a good backup strategy. I think we'll go with this one first. Um, and uh, yeah, I want yeah, to scout around the outside. It's obviously trying to not look like I'm checking it out, um, but you
2: know. Didn't yeah, you so see the much of the manor from the gates, or does the, the gates- Wokter
4: House is there's not a huge amount that you can see from just outside the gates, like peering through. So the the house itself is actually back a little bit away from the gates. The large hedge hiding this wrought iron fence bordering the property. Um, the manor house itself, the the Wachter House, as you look, it, it, I mean, there's a it doesn't look like it's in the best repair. I mean, it looks like this very old grand house that has been tarnished by time. A slouching roof hangs heavy over the furrowed gables. The walls, which are covered in moss, lichen, and ivy, sag under the weight of the vegetation. And as you study the very sullen-looking house, you can actually hear the sounds of faint creaking uh, as either the walls or the roof itself are actually buckling under the weight of time. The house just seems... There's this sense of almost, I'd say, melancholy as you look up at this house. This sense of age and melancholy.
3: That makes it very convenient for um, trying to figure out where people are and getting good good views in, and for cockroaches to run it out. So, yep. I think it's probably a good course of action. Roach scout.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's, that I'm sounds assuming good. you duck behind an alleyway somewhere, yeah. secrete yourself, get turn, into a guys,
2: turn into a roach. And- through, through the hedge and
3: it. Well, it's, um... um, I can message him as well. So, well, I can still see him. He's crawling
2: along the outside of the building.
3: So message cockroaches if we need. can
2: fly.
4: Just so you know. I
2: don't have a fly speed yet, so I'll be. Oh, a fly that's so oh, yeah, was so
0: true. Carry on. So what I'm do as on. well is, yeah. yeah. while well, um, while well, our friend Theodore is doing that, Luther's while well, the party's sort of preoccupied watching Luther, uh, not Luther, Theodore turn into a cockroach. I'm going to use my wall climb ability to jump up on top of the roof and have almost like a, a bit more of a reconnaissance looking from up high. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'll my gain. On the so I'm going to do a perception check while well, that happens as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Good idea. Um,
3: I'm going to try to be subtle as well. If I'm shooting a message, I'm pointing at the, ho- at the wall. I'll try and be stealthy about it.
4: Do you have to see the target for message?
2: Ooh, let's have a quick... You just have to know vaguely where it is. 120
3: feet... At point of your finger towards a creature within range and whisper, just toward. Within range. doesn't yeah, say one, that you can see feet. within range, so rules as yeah, written. You don't toward. need to see yeah. them. You can cast a spell through solid objects if you're Perfect. familiar with the target and know it beyond the barrier.
4: Ah, oh, brilliant. You're definitely familiar with the target. Sweet. Easy. Easy cool. peasy. Uh, Luther, 24. As you stand on top of the building, Luther, watching, you occasionally catch glimpses of Theodore in roach form. Uh, as he like runs across the cobblestones then disappears into the grass surrounding the manor. The grass itself is dead and dying. Theodore, as you run across you do occasionally have to dodge uh p- like prowling wolf spiders that move through the grass and <laughs> the hedge. <laughs> but you do manage to Did you want to transform into a wolf spider instead or are you happy with cockroach?
0: No, yeah I can have
2: climbing spider. Yeah I'll, I'll take some manner of a spider actually. Yeah, I was oh, going right, to say, God, like, yeah, cockroach is such cool. a specific
4: study, study. choice. And I like oh, because great. they're flat and it can turn doors. True. That's true. Um, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> as, you, as you transform into a spider instead and begin scuttling across the ground, um, you are able to, after probably only, I'd say, like 15 minutes, get up to the edge of the manor house and begin making your way inside.
2: It's really like a marathon I've just run in. a spider
4: though yeah 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 (laughs) if you if you had a uh if you had a heart it'd be beating very very quickly right now Uh, but you don't because you're a spider so um luther 24 as you stare at the house and begin peering through you can see that it is indeed a two-story manor house there is an upstairs a downstairs and you can also see um Looking at above, the, the foundation seems to extend below the earth. You get the sense there's probably also a cellar as well. There's something else you get as well, Luther, from looking at the house. This sense of almost disgust. You're not very superstitious, but the house itself seems almost ruined. Almost this, this sensation, this emotion of... Yeah, disgust at itself. It's a very weird feeling. This, this sensation that the house itself is mourning, is in, is in grief over what it has become. It's a very odd sensation as you stare at it. The upstairs areas that you can see, you can clearly see there are a couple of bedrooms up on the top floor staring through the uh, staring through the windows looks like there's a number of bedrooms up the top um, you can also see looking through the uh, the top floor as well um what looks to be a large open study two windows providing a, a clear view into the study itself from outside um, apart from that there's not too much else to see looking downstairs you can probably see into the dining room and see a well laid out dining room next to a sitting room um, you imagine there's probably a kitchen not too far from that Pretty standard manor um, house layout.
0: What I'll do is as well, because things so happen so quickly, um, and I just got the idea in my head to go up with that stealth thing. If anyone does turn to look back at Luther, they'd realise that. Um, I don't know if they will see me on the on on the roof at least, but it'd be very weird that I was there and suddenly I'm not there. So that's just an observation for anyone. Did you else. want to make a
4: stealth check then to be hidden?
0: All right, let's make a self check. Okay, that's actually a pretty good self check. <laughs> Twenty three.
4: Yeah, Luther, you crouched down behind some chimneys, hiding yourself from the road. You're well, invisible. I the to party anyone.
0: though. Oh well, you're, you're the in... party because I was standing there with them, and suddenly I'm just not there anymore. I completely yeah. disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just more of a like an observation. of any of the party want to play on that later on.
4: Yeah. Uh, let's jump back to Theodore. As you scuttle up the front porch, Theodore, and begin making your way into the house, pushing yourself uh, through a gap underneath the door, you enter into the main thoroughfare of the house. You can see, I think actually, I'm tempted to just bring you across to the map and start um, start bringing you across, actually. I think I might just do that. I'm just going to bring you to
6: the I map. I think that, that would make sense. Yeah, then we get to Snoop.
4: No, you're not going to get to see it. Only Theodore is. I'm just going to put his token across. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, but I want a snoop. That's a shame. That that's a shame. That's can a real shame. Can describe it to the rest of us?
4: Uh, he can describe it through Jonor. <laughs> yeah. <Damn it.
1: laughs> All right, I give up. I, I give up on this whole D D thing
4: then. <laughs> you give up on D D? <laughs> that was quick. Uh, there yeah. you go, Theodore. You should All have right. a clear view, and I will. The stream will be able to see what Theodore sees when I do bring the. Uh, if I choose to bring the map across. Um, as you yeah, as you head up through the front uh, the front gates and into the house itself, well, that was perfectly timed uh, musical kickover. Um, you can see that the front door itself and the and the open um, open section on the other side uh, is very narrow, very small. Um, two closets fr- uh, actually flank that front door, and you can see that they seem to contain clothes, shoes, uh, other items of. See what I might. I might shrink you. That way you can kind of move around a little bit. How's that? Brilliant. I'll bring the the map
2: across. So these things down the south wall here are the closets?
4: Yeah, the closets. And as you peek into them, you can see there's just small goods and things like that. Nothing of of too much interest to you. Um, Uh, As you head back out into the main area and push through underneath out of this front entryway, you can see a wooden staircase leading up to a balcony above. At the foot of the stairs is a landing with, three large stained glass doors set in wooden frames. Uh, looking over towards your left as you stare into this main room, I might actually start deleting some of these lights because they don't need to be, doesn't mean to this many doors. Um, <laughs> uh, as you look over towards your right, you can see what appears to be probably the kitchen area. Um, looking through, you can hear the sounds of something cooking on the stove, bustling coming from the kitchen inside as someone prepares a, a meal. Um, sound of a crackling fire on the other side as well. The door to your left, you hear no sounds coming from it at all.
2: All right. Uh, well, that's. I'll, I'll peek my head into that one first. stop on the other one.
4: As you peek through in your spider form and begin moving through to your very small perspective it seems like a massive dining table a huge ornate dining table stretching the length of the room as far as your eight eyes can see this massive crystal chandelier hanging above high high above um yeah it's sort of like giving off this scattered light as the dawn's light passes through the windows you can't see onto the table itself um, but you can see the chairs arranged around the backs are adorned with what looks to be giant horns probably from an elk or a deer um and around the room same as uh, the previous uh, landing arched windows made of a uh, lattice work of iron and glass looking out onto the uh, the estate
2: all right well knowing that the 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 intel i need for jonah to do his thing is basically which wall to slap his scrying eyes on i'm gonna Oops, scurry out further into this room to get towards the, the side of the, the building.
4: As you scurry into the room, Theodore, you can hear the sound of a page very slowly turning. And as you look up towards the north, you can see the dining room actually opens up into a sitting room in front of a fireplace. And sitting on a ornate armchair, slowly reading through a book, sipping on a very large pewter mug filled with some unknown liquid, you see an older woman, uh, her hair graying and tied into a very tight bun, long reddish brown robes uh, adorned with uh, various jewelry made of brass and gold, Uh, but it looks old and almost a little bit tarnished in a way. She seems to be flicking through this book occasionally licking a finger, reaching down, and turning the page as she reads through this book. You can also see scurrying around on top of the bookshelf to her right. What looks to be a small cat. Maybe maybe 10 centimeters tall. Wait, that wouldn't be about right. Be like 20 centimeters tall from like foot to shoulder. Um very like reddish Uh, umber sort of fur and you can see that it is currently playing with what looks to be a mouse the mouse is terrified you can hear this very frantic squeaking as the cat occasionally smashes against with its paws picking it up dropping it generally being a bit of an asshole like most cats are with uh, small creatures could i have a stealth check please uh please theodore and i will pull open the spider stats for you
2: yeah thank you i'm gonna need that for um
4: your decks. Only the decks. Yeah. Um just roll a D twenty and you get a plus two to this roll.
2: Good stuff. Oh sorry, that's plus four
4: in... for stealth. Spiders are very, oh, yeah. very stealthy.
2: Still yeah, that's a, a better than much. a roach. Plus five relative to Theo. It's still amazing, yeah. Um right, I'm gonna roll the roll of stealth because I that was easier.
4: Yeah that's fine. So we'll just add it. So I add
2: five to that.
4: Uh so eleven plus uh four yeah. is 15. Theodore. As you scurry through, there's a moment where the cat looks up, catching the movement out of the corner of its eye and as you scurry around in your spider form. As it looks, the mouse then begins trying to take advantage of this opportunity to get away, and the cat immediately is drawn back, bashing it against the wall as it hits into the log pile near the fire. Lady Fiona Walker pauses, lowers her book and looks down at the cat, raises an eyebrow, I think that is quite enough of that, don't you? The cat meows very sort of like, almost like yawning before it reaches down, picks up the mouse and swallows it whole with this very strangled squeak coming from the cat before it claws up the side of the leather lounge, up the side of her arm and drapes itself around her neck, purring.
1: Right. All right,
2: well, I'm going to uh, scurry under the table.
4: <laughs> this is fun. I like. Uh, I like this spider is reconnaissance. Spooky. And now that I'm, my token's small.
2: I feel very vulnerable.
4: Perfect. <laughs> I'm really pleased that I, actually I can probably make your token a bit smaller. I reckon. Please do. She already looks huge and scary to me. Now let's go a little bit smaller. I reckon. I reckon a spider's probably about that small.
2: There we go. All right. I'm gonna zoom in more. <laughs> you probably hear.
4: <laughs> Sorry. You go. You go. I
3: was gonna say you probably hear. A, oh, how are you going in there? Just sort of pop into your
2: mind. Mm-hmm. I, I relay that on the, uh, I relay a, a vague outline of this room and, and say that she's there, and you want to put the, the scrying on that side. Great. So how close has to be to the wall to? One one twenty. Uh,
3: how what's the sort of distance though? And we'd be within one twenty, right? probably Absolutely,
4: not that big. yeah. You'd be within hundred twenty feet. Oh
2: uh, yeah, we, great. Yeah, so roughly one hundred odd spider lengths east of the front door is um. <laughs> Is the room which you want to put this in? Are we talking tarantulas or uh, daddy long legs? Um something about you. I, I'm I'm imagining sort of a huntsman vibe here.
4: Yeah, I think I think huntsman size is sort of what we're going for. Sounds good. Alright, All right, well
3: brilliant. um I guess I'll I'll then start getting ready for it. It's a ten minute cast time, so I'm gonna start going.
4: <laughs> she just know you concentrate, begin creating the sigils in your mind, pulling out your mm. spell book and concentrating um, for ten minutes. Theodore, what are you doing?
2: I uh, like so. I, I assume the table has like a vertical beam that attaches to the horizontal face of the table. I don't this know what that's called. A, this is I such an intricate carpentry. way of
4: describing. Does the table have legs? Yes.
2: No, 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 <laughs> no, not the legs. The thing that
4: run between the legs. Oh, on the diagonal to, like, help support the support beams. Yes, it does, yeah.
2: Yeah, I want to hide up on, in, in there so that nothing can see me. I'm going full hidey-hole mode.
4: Oh, nice. I'll use your previous stealth, uh, Theodore, as you scuttle up the side of the table leg and secrete yourself away underneath the uh, underneath one of the uh, the awnings of this support beam. There's a moment of panic as suddenly a shadow appears at the edge of the table and you see the cat pad just past the table as it moves towards another door as it gets up flush with the door it sort of pauses for a second sniffs the air and turns back around almost exactly looking where you're hiding but it turns back towards the door rows at the edge of the door and the door is then opened as you see a uh, Pale-skinned man wearing a, uh, a long white uh, flowing robe with a chef's hat uh, tied around his head. This sort of like a—it almost looks like a, a section of cloth and turban tied together. And as he opens the door and looks down at the cat, he gestures through into the room and steps back in himself, closing the door behind him.
2: Hmm. she has a whole uh, chef for a cat. Oh, that cat's a bit sus.
4: I mean, that's up to you. It could be very either or. Okay. Um, After a few more moments, theodore, after maybe two or three more minutes, the Lady Wachter, I'd say at this point you figured out it's Lady Fiona Wachter, you can see Raspip's gold ring on her um, second finger, on her left hand, just, just shining away there, this stolen ring. Does she look like she pregnant?
2: feels good about having that ring on?
4: Uh, if anything, as you look and she lowers the book, there's a, a frown creasing her, her mouth and this uh, sort of creasing the, these lines creasing her forehead as she looks somewhat troubled by what she's read. And as she lays the report down, she taps her fingers against her cheeks for a few more moments before pausing. Ernst? Ernst! She calls out. You, see, hear the, you hear and feel the vibrations of someone walking and then the door to the uh, the area beyond opens once again and you see the man stepping out as he walks towards, he bows very low. Ah, yes, my lady, what is it you require of me? The travellers who came to town. Have you gathered much intel on them yet? Are they potential allies? Or are they another problem, another obstacle that we will need to clear out of our way? Oh, my lady, I have just begun my investigation. There are many things I have yet to learn. If you would give me but a bit more time. Time! Ernst is not on our side. Get to this task at once. Please. As you wish, my lady. Uh, As the man stands up from his bow, you get a quick look at his face there as he turns around towards the table. A look of anger. And reproach crosses his eyes as he steps towards the front door. As he pauses to leave, he steps back for a second. By your leave, my lady. As he does this very exaggerated bow, the lady walker turns towards him. Obviously, he gives her a nod and backs out of the room. And you hear him mutter under his breath, "Theodore, old bat." Before he passes through the door and disappears somewhere beyond. that would be the 10 minute mark as Jonor's you were doing clairvoyance correct Jonor? Yeah that's right Brilliant, as the clairvoyance spell goes off uh, I think we could probably probably place it on the corner uh, of the room in the dining room right between the lounge room and the dining room so that it's kind of ideally placed to see across both, with Theodore in the room able to describe to you the ideal placement of the clairvoyance spell, that probably is the best spot right in the middle of the room that you can see. Right. Now, clairvoyance gives you the ability to see and hear from that point. Oh. Or see or hear you have flick, to pick. between them. Yep, you okay. can swap. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. No problem at all. I'd
3: go here.
4: Go down right on the corner. So right at the entrance to the room itself, right near the stairs up, correct?
2: Well, I'll still put it there. I'll just make it do, do the... Be, be or do the audio recording, not 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 the visual.
3: Yeah, sure. Well, I, then plunk it in, and I can probably I can still message because I'm concentrating on the clairvoyance and then just shoot him a message. Um, all right. Well, I can. I uh, think we eyes and/or ears in here. Um, what's what's your take?
2: Go ears. Um, I've already seen two people so far, so I could ID at least those two, and then knowing what they're saying, I think will be more valuable to us right now than
1: all right um, well,
4: well
3: i you get yourself out of there i've got 10 minutes of conversation to um to listen to then all
4: right all righty theodore scurry. scary scurry, scary. Scary, scary, scary uh where would you like to scurry to back out the way oh, you came or try no, and go I'll through go out the window brilliant um as you head towards the side window theodore and begin scurrying up the wall just as you get to the top of the window sill, you turn around and you see the cat standing in the doorway, its tail flicking ever so slightly as it looks towards you. It cocks its head, cocks its head, and as you look into its eyes, the pupils are bright red.
2: Um, I flipped the cat eight spider birds and
5: scurry out that window. <laughs> <laughs> if the thing in eight Spider Birds, how are you attached to the ground?
4: Yeah, that's my next i I rolled
5: over on the windowsill to
2: do it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just playing dead. <laughs> uh, as, you, as you look up at the windowsill, Theodore, you can see there is a crack in one of the panes of glass, a gap between the glass and the iron uh, railing holding it in place. But it's about probably 30 centimeters up the side of the windowsill. At the moment you're sort of paused looking up at this gap and then as you turn and look back you can see the cat has moved ever so slightly as you turn to look away has padded forwards just a little bit and it's very slowly starting to crouch down as if getting ready to pounce
2: i scurry as fast as i fucking can up to that ground
4: (laughs) could you please make me a dexterity saving throw please as you go to scurry the cat pounces and right as it reaches the top of its jump You watch, Theodore, as its form shifts and changes, the fur suddenly melding into this scale-like red skin, leathery wings jutting out from its back as its face twists and shifts into this much more almost like draconic, demonic-looking face, its front paws turning into tiny hands as it reaches out and tries to grab you as you try and scurry out the window.
2: All right, Uh, yeah, add four to these, and I I have advantage...
4: The spider gives you a plus two to dexterity saving throws. well, I still
2: plus two, but I do have advantage. Because I get advantage on dex throws that are effects that I can see.
4: Brilliant. Uh, So three for the first one. Luckily, it's actually going to be a 14 plus two. Takes you up to 16. Theodore, you just get out the window crack as the cat now turned into something a bit more demonic looking reaches forward it's tiny hands grabbing at your your very small spider form you just get out the crack in the windowsill and drop down onto the garden bed below the sound of this like coming from inside the house and scratching at the pane of glass um alerts the lady fiona and you hear the sound of her dropping the book and moving over towards the windowsill uh these like loud stomping thumps as she moves through the space what is it what did you see uh, and Theodore, you begin scurrying. Uh, Jonor, you hear all of this as yeah. you listen through the clairvoyance. Uh, there's a brief pause as the scrabbling continues for a few seconds. The lady Fiona Walker begins looking around. You hear the sound of her sort of clicking her tongue. I don't think there is anything there. I cannot see anything. What is it you saw? There's a brief moment of quiet. She has a bit of a look around. No, I don't think there's anything there. Come. We have much to do. We must head below till... uh, till our spy returns with information on these newcomers. We cannot make a move against the Burgomaster. We could be opening ourselves up to danger. No, we must wait for Ernst to gather more information. Transform back into your cat form now. Cannot have the risk of anyone seeing you in your true form. You hear the sound of this... Sound of cracking. And then, yes, much better. Right. You best head down below. You hear the sound of footsteps moving away. And I would want
3: to see where they're going.
4: As you quickly switch to seeing... Uh, You watch as the Lady Fiona Wachter begins moving towards the uh, entrance to the room, disappearing through the doors uh, over the far side um, that you saw uh, Theodore, when you you were messaging Theodore, that Theodore described to you as the entrance to the room. You then hear the sounds of... um, It'd be, be the sound of someone walking upstairs, the thump of feet on stairs, as you then switch back to listening, unable to see where she's gone for now Um, and then you hear the sound of someone walking upstairs and then the creak of someone walking along uh, the stairs above you there's a moment of silence before you hear another door open and then the sound of someone walking down and that sound of someone walking down continues until it goes below the house and then silence interesting
3: interesting um, I'll camp out that 10 minutes until it's done.
4: Over the 10 minutes, Jonor, you don't see very much more. Um, after about six minutes have passed, uh, a figure, um, the same man that Theodore described to you, steps back into the room. Uh, it seems that he is holding a, um, a binder of papers. And as he steps through the room, he's sort of thumbing through them very briefly he places them on the side table near the fire pit and then walks back out of the room again, disappearing from view.
3: Sure. Um, any chance of looking at the papers, the reports that the lady was reading? As
4: I don't if you know sort of,
3: read here,
4: but... As you kind of peer over the top, trying to get a good look at them, you can see that it is a very flowing script uh, written in black ink. And on the front page, uh, you can see descriptions of you and your companions, written descriptions. Hmm.
3: Unsettling. Okay. All right. Well, um, that sounds like it's and about it. And
4: Raspip too, I should say. You and Raspip. All, all of you and Raspip.
2: I, 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 while I is going on, I, I start scurrying across the lawn back back to my
4: guys. It doesn't take you too long before you get back to the rest of the party, Theodore, having uh, avoided most of the dangers of the yard. Cool. How,
3: how about, about the um, spider in private? How about our uh, bard friend? Any, uh, any mention, yeah, any mention of Rictavio in the papers, I uh, can see.
4: That is a good call and something I had missed, Jonor. Indeed, down the bottom of the page, there is a description of Rictavio as well. Yes. And a wolf? Not the wolf, just Rictavio. Thank cool. you. That is I, That was an omission. I forgot that. Rictavio is there too.
3: Sweet. All right. I guess
2: that's uh, that's about it then.
4: Brilliant as you all reconvene and uh regather at the front of the wakta manor um, you see a man Joan, or the same man that you saw walking into the manor house step out of the front gates begin looking around um and then head off uh down towards the uh the south uh, eastern section of town towards the trade yard
3: Sure, sure. Um, I share all that information with everyone in, in time once we've all settled. Um, Theodore's back. I, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yep.
2: yeah. I, I relay all, all everything I learned. The question well.
4: is: Do you tell Rasput that you saw the ring?
2: No, I, I did not mention that I saw 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 the ring to Don't mention that, Jonor. I do you? <laughs> um, I only. Really,
3: what did I get? So I heard vision. I only heard what they were saying, and as they're walking away, I got sight. So that's a you would very... You have
4: seen the Lady walker wearing Raspip's ring as he's described it, and shown it to you as he's minor allusioned it to you a couple of times now. You also yeah, saw the ring. Point. These guys um, are us, aren't they, Andrew?
3: Joan, or are they going to go out and like, I'm oh, oh, yeah, murder uh, them
0: all? Don't worry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, uh, hey Raspip, um, I think we've actually got some uh good and bad news for you good news ring bad news um on the finger of someone quite a uh, dangerous and she's probably quite scary so um yeah well, she's
5: got it that's uh that's all right i'm happy to uh yeah go in and get my ring back i might just go and ask her to be honest if i can um if i can have my ring back
0: yeah well sort actually... of um... yep gone so i was going to peer behind the party um, don't think that's a great idea.
5: So, so Raspip has
0: just been basically standing here for the better part of 15 to
5: 20 minutes just not doing anything. And he's getting a little bit restless.
0: A bit raspipless. So, um How about we get your ring through uh, not so confrontational means. I don't think this is a, a person who will just give it up. Um,
5: No, I think uh, I, I've just got a feeling that today's the day that I get my ring back. I well, think it good
4: cool. very will be. Um, I've just checked uh, my bank account, Andrew. You haven't transferred me that twenty-five bucks yet, so until that comes through, it's no not going to be the day that you get your
2: no feel-good ring.
5: Yeah,
2: it's gonna. It, uh, it'll come
1: through.
2: Oh, okay, um, cool. well, I didn't use Osco. Oh
1: no, Oscar! <laughs> Such an reference. It, that
2: one. Sorry, Oscar. Idea might be. Um, she seemed very interested in us as potential allies. Um, we could pretend allegiance in exchange for the ring.
5: And um, all bones. If she's got my ring, and she's not going to give my ring back, then she's not an ally. She's an enemy.
2: Well, yes, but if she thinks we are her ally, then she will give us the ring, mm, and then no. we could cease to be allies. No, I don't, I don't right. like that. See, this is why all I did not right. want to tell him. He's um a bit. Um, there is... stupid about the ring.
1: <laughs> there is a. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. <laughs>
3: There is a, another way. So if you want to view her as an enemy, you've got to... How about enemy of your enemy is your friend. He has a bit of a spy that's got a bit of a contempt from her as far as I can tell. If you align with him, he might be able to get the ring back. But you have to get, do something
5: in favor for him, potentially. Um, or oh, we murder her? I'd like to try asking for it back first. I that think... is
2: a straight up awful idea?
5: Well, I think that's what I'd like to do, though.
2: Okay, well, um, you can go yourself. I mean,
3: if you feel like murdering, then yeah. that's it could could be a way.
5: Mm. Does it? Would it make you feel good? I don't think murdering is the option. I'm just going to ask. There's no harm in me asking, is there? Ah, uh, there, oh,
0: no, there more, might no. be. Yep. I mean, like, because... look. At the end of the day, like, guys, like Raspip is his own person. If he wants to make this decision, yeah, by all means, no, like, who by, will we by means,
6: But Luther, we decided that if anyone was going to go and talk to them, I was going to go and talk to them. Did we decide that? Yeah. Yeah, General <laughs> said that I am you going go to talk, talk to the to guards.
2: Them. He is going to talk oh. to the Lady Rokta.
6: we got to get through the gu- Okay, so I'll talk to the guards to get Raspip through the front gate and then Raspip can talk <laughs> to Lady Rokta. <Wachter. laughs> Rasp
0: it, please, Didn't you already had enough to drink last night. Rasp
4: but you're just doing <laughs> shots now. For podcast listeners, Andrew's just done a shot.
0: Yeah. Um, yes. What? How's shot? Um, also, a before um, before we oh, nice. move forward with our little plans and such, I should tell you all that uh, I had a little squeeze at the uh, house, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, i I'm, when I was up when I was having a look at it, uh, I got this sense of like disgust. It was a very weird feeling. Like the building itself was giving off this like air of mourning, like of what it's become. That's what I gathered from my insights. So, I'm is just just like a another no? Another illusion, room. like that,
3: that
0: castle we went to and um, uh, that manor before we got teleported here? Not sure. Not sure if it's an illusion per se, but it's something I could feel it wafting off the house. So, uh, by all means, what we're ever dealing with here, I think it might be more of the uh, occult. Um but dealing a with a cult. Realm. Did you guys
5: find your bones anywhere?
0: Not yet. We're also, on the, uh, we're also uh, investigating that, and to be honest, the bones um, point to this here at manor house.
5: Well, I think we've got to. Yeah, I think we've got to go and talk to Lady Wapta. I'm happy uh, to play along if you guys want to go and uh, and pretend and feign allegiance. But if it looks like it's not going to go anywhere, I think I'm just going to take my ring back. Cool. Well, I mean,
2: so if you would like to go ask her first up, go for it.
5: Raspip's going to walk up to the front door. Gonna okay. uh, he's going to cast Disguise Self. Do we okay. leave? Are we going to go?
4: What do you disguise yourself as, Raspip?
5: Uh, the guy who just left.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's juicy. Alrighty. So, could you give me first off a perception check to see how well you got a looko at this guy?
5: <laughs> I would have described him as well, if that helps at all. Oh. It,
4: it does a oh, little oh. bit. It does make the DC slightly easier. Well, i
5: so what I'll do is I'll put this minor illusion. I'll put this, this guy self on. Yep. Um, is this what he looked like? What's What's different about it? Um, Yeah, well, he got a, you know,
3: more of a white flowing coat. Um, You know, change that a little bit more.
4: Uh, Nose was a bit lower, eyes a bit bigger. (laughs) He had ears, two of them.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to make those little changes that are there.
4: His mouth was horizontal too, rather than vertical. You will need to adjust that on the the illusion. That is an easy
5: mistake.
4: That's an easy mistake to make. Um, With feedback from Jonah, would you like to roll again?
0: Sure. Basically,
4: getting advantage, help action. I'm sure it'll be much, much better this time around. I reckon it's going to oh, be like a 16 or a 17. Okay. I'm feeling yeah, yeah,
0: 14. It is much better. It's doubled.
4: 14. It has doubled. <laughs> it's true. It has doubled. As you as you transform and take on the guise of this character before you did hear uh, both Jonor and Theodore refer to his name as Ernst. Um, As you take on his appearance and then walk around, the two guards immediately um, stand to attention and then open the gates for you. And as you head on up the driveway towards the manor house and get to the front door, you try the door handle and it is locked.
5: Interesting. Um, Ernst is just going to take a little look around at the walls on either side of the door and he's just going to touch each... of wall, trying to find some potentially illusionary passage that might be there.
4: Could you make me an investigation check, please, Raspip, Or Perception, your choice.
5: Thirteen. Thirteen.
4: As you begin moving around the walls, pressing your hands against the walls, the stone trying to find a hidden passageway or some illusion. You encounter no illusionary magic. Um, After a minute or so, one of the guards at the gate begins walking up behind the pathway and stands to attention and coughs a little bit. Sir?
5: Um, I appear to have lost something and I'm not quite sure where I've lost it. Can you Uh, help me?
4: Sir, your voice.
5: I'm sorry, I... um... I was drinking something before, and I've burnt my mouth just a little bit since leaving. I had a tea just around the corner. Um, but I'm trying to find, I left some, like, salve here that I can put on the inside of my mouth. I'm trying to find it. If you can please help me, uh, help me find it, that'd be great. Uh,
4: we, we don't have keys to the, the front door, sir, and, the, and the, yourself, the lady walker, and her two sons are trusted with the front door keys. Uh, I
5: think Sorry, I might sir. have, uh, I think I may have left it at the pub. Give me a minute, I will be back.
4: Of course, sir. Gives you a <laughs> nod.
5: I am gonna walk back to the rest of the party. Okay. And do you not need to well, use a knock? The door's <laughs> locked. The door's locked, and there's too many people around to be able to make this work. How did you guys get in? I got a magic eye. I I'm
6: in. <clears throat>
0: Well, um, look. If um, look, I could make this a bit easy for. Maybe um, looking at the uh, front gate, Owen. Imagine there's like, like what's the fence look like around it? Is it like sort of a rectangle, or is it like sort of? Is there like other estates next to it, sort of not really allowing much easy access?
4: There are indeed other houses on either side, other estates. None as grand as the Wachter. House, none as large, they're much smaller estates, but you can see there is a side road that leads back around behind the estate, and as you have a bit of a peek down you can see that it actually leads all the way almost to the wall where a number of other small houses and manor houses are positioned around, um, some of which border onto the Wachter house, some of which don't. The wall itself is about 9 feet tall, but it's hidden inside a hedge that has grown almost out of control around it tangled branches covering the wrought iron fence inside overgrown and uncared for um in between the wrought iron fence and through the hedgerows you can see the uh the unkempt garden and uh grounds of the Wachter house
0: look um i think this is something i could probably uh get into so by all means um i can go in there and uh open the door for you potentially using my thieves tools um, you've got the ability to walk up walls, don't you? <laughs> no one knows
5: that.
4: Uh, he's been keeping that secret very, very carefully. I don't think. Raspi okay, I that.
5: wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been twigged onto that yet.
0: <clears throat> like when you guys see it, it's almost like like you'll see it, but then it'll look like it'll almost look like me. Just I'll, I won't just walk up the wall. I'll make it look like I'm, you know, rock climbing almost. But yeah. Okay, that no, fair enough. Um,
5: yeah, well, I just need to get in and, uh, and have a chat with Lady Wachta, but I'm thinking that might be a little bit too difficult now. Maybe we go with uh, with everybody else's plan of trying to convince her that we're friends, even though I don't like that very much at all.
0: I think that's, um, look, I think it's better anyway, because uh, at least we can all be together. So whatever happens, uh, well, if, sh- if shit hits the fan per se, we'll be over there.
5: Yep, yeah. all right, I'm happy with that.
0: All right. So I reckon we just ask for an audience with the uh, the lady herself, uh, and take it from there. What do you guys think?
6: Ah, uh, that sounds like I'm not getting to talk to the guards.
2: <laughs> you can talk to a more guards. Then I, I talk, talk to about lady this.
6: Potter?
0: How about this? How about you? Uh, you can be the one to talk to the guards about setting up an audience for there.
6: What? See. I respect you luther can we actually can i just get a everyone can you just take a step back please just <laughs> i need a moment with I, luther here oh, okay uh,
0: i sort of crutch I, I sort of lend my ear to you <laughs> luther luther Yeah. yes yeah I'm, yes. I'm listen i'm waiting
6: um you know i love and respect you right
0: oh i'm touched
6: okay so do you know that i love and respect you
0: well, I'll do now so uh, i appreciate okay. that thank you so much i have a lot okay. of respect for you myself
6: well i would like to apologize that you didn't know that earlier that's obviously failing on my behalf um i should have been clear in that communication and well i, I'm I appreciate sorry that you that. didn't understand that you know
0: that uh, i cherish um yeah, well, hunting trips and such
6: mm, yes yes me too when you turn up um <laughs> I, I just wanted to raise something quickly with you, because I love and respect you. I didn't want to let it fester inside. It it was a little demeaning the way that you said you would let me talk to the guards about getting an audience. I just, I just felt like it was like you were just giving a toy to the kid to keep him distracted for a little bit. Not yeah. at
0: all. Not at all. I promise you that. I, I respect you, like I said, and um, look, this, this is a big job. It's not just for anyone. Tiffler, um, and I think you've got the uh, guts still to uh, be one—the of the only one, few of us that can actually pull off this uh, and get us an audience.
6: I, I, thank you. I know that sometimes I'm not the most convincing, or charming, or persuasive, or clear talking, or make the most sense. Um,
0: yep, yep. No, I'm following. Um, what was I saying? Oh well, look, basically, so you—I think you said uh, that you're very glad that um, you know you've been given the. Uh, you know you've been given the uh, task of asking for an audience uh, that's, oh. that's such a pivotal test to our operation so by all means if, please uh.
6: thank you um so yeah i just really wanted to say thank you for this opportunity it really means <laughs> a lot um yeah so thank you no, right. everyone uh, can thanks. come back now you can all come back now
4: <laughs> as the rest of you who haven't gone very far at all uh <laughs> reconvene. And
0: Tiffler's just completely yeah. got lost in the musings
4: so. yeah um i think with the plan that you've got to go and approach the Walker house and ask to meet with her under your own business i think that is a good place to actually wrap up for tonight because that's going to be a whole thing <laughs> going through that <laughs> so i think i think this is where we will wrap things up for tonight but we will be back uh on Wednesday night for our Return of the Giants original campaign. No Avatar Legends tomorrow night, unfortunately. It is a public holiday here in Australia, and a number of the players weren't able to make it, so we've given it a call. We won't be doing uh, our Avatar Legends stream tomorrow night, Um, and we probably will be doing our second last grounded stream this Saturday before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. I will be streaming the entire game with much gusto. Um, but from all of us here tonight, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you guys coming to see us live. If you're watching us live on Twitch, if you're watching the episode on YouTube or on the podcast platform of your choice, thank you so much. Please hit that subscribe button, thumbs up, or like, or stars, whatever equivalent there is, please hit it. we it really helps us out, and uh, if you are on the YouTubes, please leave a comment again. They they seem to appease the YouTube algorithm. It is a fickle mistress and quite a brutal warlock patron. It asks much and gives not much in return, um, but once, we, once we've appeased the warlock patron, hopefully it will grant to us power in the form of views. So please help us out if you can. Um, thank you so much everybody that's all from us here tonight we really appreciate you coming to join us um, i'll be bringing us across to raid another channel in a moment so if you're watching us on twitch please stick around and i'll take us across but until next time everybody stay safe stay well and we'll see you all again soon goodbye everybody bye uh, bye mwah. they're all see you next time Thank you.